You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. Just months ago, that NFL. Take a listen to his latest plea for attention, I mean interview, that debuted on the YouTube show I Am Athlete earlier this week. I first took a knee, my jersey went to number one. The NFL is supposed to be a meritocracy. Come in, let me compete. If I'm not good enough, get rid of me. But let me come in and show you. Wait, wait, wait. Now, Kaepernick not only views the league as a meritocracy instead of an oppressive organization, but believes he has the merit to compete? Well, excuse me, since when has Colin or any woke ring leader for that matter, advocated for merit over quota, merit over feelings, or merit over political agenda and narrative. But speaking of merit, Colin, it takes not only technical skill, but locker room leadership to be part of an elite athletic organization such as the NFL. Folks, if you'll recall, Colin was originally missing that whole merit aspect back in the fall of 2015 when he was benched as starting quarterback by Blaine Gabbert. This was right before he started his infamous anthem bench pouting turned anthem kneeling. He said he started his protest to bring awareness to police brutality and racial oppression. But the funny thing is, he only started feeling so woke and oppressed when he was sitting on the bench. But Kaepernick still maintains he isn't in the NFL because he's oppressed and discriminated against. That alleged oppression and discrimination has been quite lucrative for him, though. He settled his grievance claim with Ali with a payout that's rumored to be in the tens of millions and has since been showered with endorsement deals and Netflix series. Oppression sure seemed to pay off for Kaepernick until right about now. Apparently, that woke money tree isn't bearing fruit quite like it used to, and now Kaepernick is begging to return to his other and original moneymaker, football. Look, is he good enough to be a backup quarterback for one team or another? Perhaps. But here's the deal. No team is likely going to risk their backup sucking all the air and attention from their starter. And Kaepernick is the definition of an attention suck. All Kaepernick has done is mainstream hatred, distrust, and demonization of law enforcement, divide our nation, and popularize hatred for a country that afforded him and all of us, regardless of race, so much. What an embarrassment to football, to black Americans, and to those activists who truly believe in something, even if it means actual sacrifice, not dollar signs. Good luck, Cap. You're going to need it. I'm Tommy Lahren, and that's the Fox News Rundown. been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. Can you make sure it is cleaned up? Restaurant Week has Sanjay's tables jam-packed. Can somebody please refill the... He needs more servers to keep these new customers coming back. Let's keep these tables turning as fast as possible, okay? Gonna need to hustle. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. 
How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest, sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Since 1971, Louisiana Endowment for the Humanities has reached out to scholars, institutions, and local communities to enrich our shared culture. Want to know more about LEH and the rich culture of Louisiana? Visit leh.org for more information or to donate. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ed Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Will the masks go back on? I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. The Biden administration is going back to court trying to reinstate the mask mandate for planes, trains, and buses, which was struck down by a federal judge. The CDC is asking the DOJ to appeal that federal judge's ruling that overturned the federal mask mandate for air travel and public transportation. Here's part of the statement, quote, it is CDC's continuing assessment that at this time, an order requiring masking in the indoor transportation corridor remains necessary for the public health. This after Monday's ruling by District Court Judge Catherine Kimball Mizell, who said the administration frankly violated the Administrative Procedure Act by passing its capricious and arbitrary extension of the mandate. Fox's Kevin Cork. Possible change of strategy as Russia comes closer to conquering the Ukrainian city of Mariupol. Fox's Matt Finn in Ukraine. Vladimir Putin is claiming he has ordered his forces not to storm that steel plant where the Ukrainians are holed up, instead ordering a siege of the plant, essentially forcing these people uh, to surrender or die. Uh, Putin says they will blockade the plant so that not even a fly can get in. Russia estimates 2,000 Ukrainian Marines, along with with innocent civilians, including women and children, have been starving and dying while hiding out in that plant and its underground tunnels. President Biden speaks from the White House this morning, expected to announce an additional $800 million or so in military aid to Ukraine. That's the same amount he announced last week. Palestinian militants fired several rockets into southern Israel from the Gaza Strip and Israeli aircraft striking back against militant targets in that territory. America is listening to Fox News.
I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. It's a murder mystery which has dominated headlines in New York City. The killing of a queen's mother whose body was left in a hockey bag. Sources tell the New York Post that cops want to question a handyman who had an affair with the victim. Meanwhile, they're examining physical evidence. There are reports that the killer left behind a pair of blood-soaked boots at the crime scene. The New York Post reporting police are now running DNA tests on those boots, which they say cops found in a trash can outside the garage of Ursula Gall's home in Queens. New York's PIX11 reporting that Howard Klein, the husband of Ursula Gall, is cooperating with police and has turned over his cell phone. Klein reportedly received a threatening text from his wife's phone the night she was brutally stabbed nearly 60 times, warning him in part that his whole family is next. Fox's Laura Engel. It's not a course on basket weaving or physics for poets. A college in Utah is adding pornography to the curriculum. It's not quite called Porn 101, but beginning in the 2022-23 academic year, Westminster College and Salt Lake City students will be able to watch hardcore pornographic films in a class that's supposed to shed light on porn as an art form. The class description says hardcore pornography is as American as apple pie and more popular than Sunday night football. Class, they say, will watch porn films together and discuss the sexualization of race, class, and gender as a radical art form. Sue Gosman, Fox News. Rudy Giuliani tried out a new career after losing his law license in New York for his defense of former President Trump. Giuliani appeared last night as the masked singer on Fox. I'm here to tell you, honey, that I'm bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. George Thorogood has nothing to worry about. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Stocking mixed with the Nasdaq way down by Netflix. The streaming video giant lost more than a third of its value after reporting its biggest subscriber loss in history. And the company is predicting more grim times ahead. However, the market did get a boost from none other than 111-year-old IBM after Big Blue reported a solid quarter and delivered a positive forecast. The tech giant is making clear progress on its push to reshape the company, shifting its focus to the cloud 
child and artificial intelligence. And shares of consumer products giant Procter & Gamble rose 3% after raising its full-year sales forecast. P&G's year-over-year sales gained in two decades as demand remained high for household products, rising 250 points. The Nasdaq down 167, S&P 500 down 3. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Run, walk, honor. The Tunnel to Towers 5K Run and Walk in New York City retraces FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps on 9-11. That single event has inspired more than 70 runs, walks, and climbs in different cities across the nation each year. For an event in your area or volunteer to start one, do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2E.org. That's T, the new T.org. Your 24-7 news source on air online and with the cape hill news app now the headlines from the cape hill news center it is 606 in the morning bernie what's the widget saying oh the widget says it's much warmer today 68 degrees sir and mostly 68 degrees yeah it's mostly cloudy at the moment wow. yes very hot that's what about 10 degrees warmer than what it was yep. yesterday uh, that's exactly right it's uh so welcome welcome humidity welcome all of your little drops yeah right now it's <laughs> mostly cloudy but uh, daniel phillips says it'll be mostly sunny today with a high of around 86 yeah welcome humidity just in time for festival international yeah Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette, where one person is wanted in connection with last week's Moore Park shooting. That shooting left two teenagers wounded. Crime Stoppers released a photo of the suspect. It's at KPL965.com and the KPL app. If you know who he is, call Lafayette Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS or Lafayette Police at 291-8600. Meanwhile, Lafayette Consolidated government officials say they've met with black community leaders to discuss ways to end teen gun violence in the city. LCG says the goal is not to add more police to the streets, but to encourage community involvement. To that end, LCG says it's promoting the use of rec centers. Officials also say churches will open their doors to provide more resources to teens. Lafayette Sheriff's deputies are investigating a deadly shooting on Interstate 10. It happened Monday morning around 2 o'clock near the Louisiana Avenue exit. Authorities learned of that shooting when three victims went to the hospital. One of them, 23-year-old Austin Granger, died there. Call Crime Stoppers or Lafayette Sheriff's deputies if you have information. In St. Landry Parish, a Confederate monument that stood outside the courthouse for a century is coming down. The parish council voted last night to remove that statue. It'll be donated either to the sons or daughters of the Confederacy. Many residents, including black residents, said the monument standing outside the courthouse represented a lack of justice that was evident during the Jim Crow era. St. Mary Parish Sheriff Blaze Smith is back home after being in the hospital for nearly a month. Smith sought treatment for an undetermined illness. He said he'll make a statement about that illness when he's ready. Now to an update to a story we brought you earlier this week. Two suspects accused of setting fire to Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser's Plaquemines Parish home are now in custody. David Grubb has the new information. And members and good... Con uh, I think we got this one back. Robert Kelly and Angela Goodfellow, both of Slidell, await extradition to Louisiana after being arrested for burglarizing the home of Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. The pair was apprehended in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Wednesday afternoon. I was 
pleasantly surprised and glad to hear. Last Thursday, they allegedly kicked in the back door to the home, stole what they could, and started a fire in the kitchen. Smoke damages throughout the whole house. It only burned the roof in the kitchen. Nungesser says all things considered, it could have been worse. And God forbid if there was a home they broke into with children in it or something like that. We're just glad that they'll be off the streets. I'm David Grubb. Now, Bernie, you have a story at KPL965.com about this. You've been covering this story from the jump. Um, So for those who want more in-depth information, they can go to the website. For those who haven't seen the story, what can they find there? They'll be able to just find out a little bit more about, uh, you know, what what police were looking for. And it happened to be uh, the vehicle they were in was spotted in Alabama. Subsequently, the arrests were made actually at a Walmart. Um, So we're going to continue to learn more information about this story as it all kind of comes together and whether or not, like he said, whether did they did they know it was his house or were they just hitting a random home? Um, It's a fascinating story. Thank God the whole home did not burn down. And as an unguesser said, thank God there was you know no one there at the time. Right. And that's the thing, because Billy is all over the place. I know. I don't know if he still has one, but he he had a house in Lafayette at one point. Of course, he has his residence in Baton Rouge and, of mm-hmm. course, Blackman's Parish, which has been his base forever. So it's, again, you're right. It's We're grateful that nobody was there, that it wasn't a total loss. But the one thing that I'm stuck on is arrested at Walmart in Alabama. That just seems typical Alabama. Well, uh, and I was kind of shocked it wasn't a Bucky's, but hey. Well, there are, I think there are only two in uh, in Alabama, well, one uh, one in the south and one near Montgomery. So, but you never know. Driving back, they might have they might have been hungry. So you never know. <laughs> At the Capitol, the bill that would ban transgender children from playing high school sports gets clearance from the Senate. Governor John Bell Edwards says he'll veto it again. Jeff Palermo has the update from Baton. During Rouge. his monthly Ask the Governor show, John Bell Edwards reacted to the Senate voting for a bill that would prohibit transgender girls from participating on sports teams that do not match their gender identity. My position hasn't changed in the intervening year. The governor vetoed this bill last year, but the Republican-led legislature is trying to pass it again and possibly override a veto. Edwards says he doesn't see a need for the legislation. There still hasn't been a single case of this happening in Louisiana. I'm Jeff Palermo. A bill allowing Louisiana residents 21 years or older to carry a concealed weapon without a license advances out of committee. Last year, Governor Edwards vetoed the same bill because it lacked a training requirement. Lawmakers added optional state police training to the bill this year. Oil City Representative Danny McCormick wrote that bill. He says, who needs training when you can open carry without it? This bill will not allow anyone to to carry a concealed weapon unless they are already able to legally open carry. Constitutional carry means no required training. That's the definition of constitutional training. So that's that's reason for my objection. Meanwhile, a New Orleans lawmaker is looking to remove two official state holidays from the state law. Right now, the Louisiana revised statutes codify Robert E. Lee Day and Confederate Memorial Day as official state holidays. Brooke Thorington has the details about the effort to remove those holidays from the state law. And members, in good conscience, I could not sit by and not attempt to change that. Even though the days are no longer formally observed in Louisiana, Representative Matthew Willard says they need to be removed from the list. As a black man, he says it's emotional for such holidays to even be listed on the books. And I don't think our state should be sending that message to the kids that we want to nurture and foster and see thrive in our state. And when it came to a vote... No objections. HB 240 is is, uh, moved favorably. The bill now advances to the House. I'm Brooke Thorington.
while they're still in the law, neither Robert E. Lee Day nor Confederate Memorial Day are formally observed in Louisiana, nor they included on the Secretary of State's list of state holidays. Under state law, Lee Day is observed on January 19th. That's the same week and sometimes the same day as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The law also sets Confederate Memorial Day as June the 3rd, which is different from other states that formally observe it. They typically celebrate it on April the 26th. In traffic talk, part of Ambassador Caffrey near Dulles will be closed for widening work. The northbound right lane near the Ambassador Dulles intersection will be closed for about two months starting on Monday. Drivers should avoid the area. In sports, the Louisiana Rage and Cajun softball team completes its sweep of the Midwest. The Cajuns beat Indiana in run rule fashion 11-2 in six innings yesterday. The Cajuns out-hit the Hoosiers 12-2, including home runs from Sophie Piscos and Carly Heath. Louisiana now travels to North Carolina for a weekend series against Appalachian State. Game one of that Sunbelt series is scheduled for tomorrow afternoon. In college basketball, Hall of Fame coach Jay Wright is retiring after 21 seasons at Villanova. Wright has led Villanova to four Final Fours and two national championships. Before that, Wright coached seven years in Hofstra, leading them to multiple NCAA tournaments. Fordham head coach and former Wright assistant Kyle Neptune will succeed him at Villanova. Nobody won the Powerball jackpot last night. It's up to $400 million. Somebody in Ruston, though, won $50,000. That's a nice so one. That. Yeah. Someone in New Jersey, by the way, won $2 million. So Ooh. getting close, but not close enough. <laughs> Nobody won the lotto last night. It's up to $1.1 million. And the E5 jackpot is up to $130,000. All of those drawings on Saturday. Beautiful. So we're going to have some people who may be rich, rich, rich come, uh, <laughs> come the weekend. And finally, Bernie, we go back to Sports for Iron finally today. Let's do it. What's going on? The United States Capitol. Briefly yes. evacuated last night. No, that was crazy. After an aircraft they thought was a probable threat yeah. circled the Capitol. Now, <laughs> mind you, the majority of Washington, D.C. is a no-fly zone. Right, sure. Turns out the plane was actually carrying members of the U.S. Army Golden Knights who were parachuting into the Washington Nationals baseball stadium for a pregame <laughs> demonstration. That's great. One of the witnesses to the chaos at the Capitol was... Ariane Dolan, she's the wife of Nationals pitcher Sean Doolittle. She says, quote, I was walking the dogs past the Dirksen Senate office building. People started streaming out all at once. They told me to turn around and get away as fast as possible. Some people were called, but many were genuinely panicked. Yeah. I know I was. Investigators are still trying to figure out why the event wasn't properly coordinated with law enforcement officials. Uh, Multiple federal agencies began scrambling officials as the plane circled overhead. They think the plane either didn't have proper clearance to take off or didn't have proper FAA clearance. Now, ah. granted, this is not surprising considering this is the same franchise that, what was it, 15, 17 years ago, instead of having jerseys that read Nationals, had at least one player on the field in a jersey that read Natinal. They forgot the O. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, man. Wow. So the Washington Natinals oh. come through yet again. <laughs> I love it. Oh, good one. Good one. Good one. Loving it. All right. It is Thursday morning. Good morning, Acadiana. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. 
The forecast has really settled down across Acadiana. Not too much going on out there today. We're going to see those temperatures get up to about 85 degrees. We'll get there with mostly sunny skies, even though we'll have a few clouds out there early this morning. I do think that that breaks up pretty quickly. Winds are going to be from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. Continues to bring a bit of that moisture into the area. And we'll stay a little more humid here as we round out the work week and head into the weekend. Temperatures over the next couple of days going to be staying more or less in the mid-80s. We'll see that through the weekend with plenty of sunshine. Next chance for some rain is going to be on Monday. Looks like a front going to be coming through Monday evening into Tuesday morning, bringing some showers to the area. Of course, that swings through just in time for Festival International. Early returns looks like we could have a pretty good forecast for the big return of the festival late next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 68 degrees, cloudy skies out there this morning. You know all, often what is cloudy. If you've got arthritis and you, you deal with pain all the time, you know, um, it can be so rough. I think people who deal with this are so tired of... Um, no, I don't want to be on any steroids. Uh, I can't wait another two months for a steroid shot. I, I'm so tired of all of this. There is an answer, and it's called QC Kinetics. This biologic therapy is now available here in Lafayette. So people are like, okay, well, what is this whole thing? If you have chronic joint pain, I don't care whether it's your hips, your knees, if you're dealing with that every day, you know how much it tears you down. So you need to find out more about QC Kinetics QC Kinetics actually works with your body in a regenerative process. The regenerative process actually helps to repair what's wrong with your body. That's amazing. So people don't want to, I don't want to take any more Tylenol, any more ibuprofen. I mean, if you're dealing with these pain issues, you know exactly what it's like. You should call these guys and set up an appointment. Get a free discussion going. You can learn more at 337-243-4222. 337-243-4222. You're probably waking up, getting out of bed. Maybe it's your ankles that are killing you. Maybe it is your knees or one knee. There's something out there that's very different. This is not steroids. This is not drugs. And by God, it's not surgery. And if you're worried about downtime, well, you don't have to worry about that either. This is actually about repairing and restoring your damaged tissue. It's new and it's different. It's QC Kinetics. It's biologic therapies. You're going to call today. I'm telling you, 337-243-4222. 337-243-4222. Regenerative and restorative. And it is relief for your pain whether it's arthritis, whether it's finally bone on bone in your hips or your knees, maybe it's even issues with your shoulder. 337-243-4222 for QC Kinetics. Call them today. This is completely different. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. We do have a little fender bender. Highway 90 at Celebrity Drive in Broussard. That's Highway 90 at Celebrity Drive in Broussard. Other than that, things are moving smoothly. Call us at 232-1542 if you need the update or just use the KPL app free in the App Store. Read for more information. Okay, that's a pretty open. We love that one, but it's it's Thursday. 
So we need Ian in our minds doing air drums because we're almost at Friday. Ian Ozan, how are you this morning? I'm good now that I'm playing air drums. <laughs> I can actually hear you in the background. <laughs> you can hear me playing the floor bass with my foot. But you are hilarious. I can hear motion for sure. <laughs> good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning. I am good. I'm packing up while doing a show at the same time because oh. we're headed to the airport a half hour after we get off the air today. Okay, where to next, my friend? Uh, we are headed to North Carolina next. Three-game series at Appalachian State. So our swing through the Midwest is over. We now go back to Sunbelt Conference play. We fly out of Indianapolis today, which I'm excited. One of the possible routes from here to the airport is the David Letterman Bypass. Wow. So I'm, I'm just hoping we get to take the road so I can say I've been on the David Letterman Bypass. <laughs> and, and then we fly out of Indianapolis to Charlotte, then from Charlotte up the mountain to Boone. Ah. <sighs> Up the mountain to Boone. Okay. Beautiful Boone. I was going to say, you've been there several times, haven't you? Yes, I have. I've driven the mountain. It is fun. Oh, that's so. Any particular hot spots for delicious food up there? Uh, Does five guys count? Uh, okay, I guess. I guess no local I don't know. stuff. I'm huh? not, I I'm am not around. as traveled as our friend Jay Walker is. I gotcha. Jay Boone. can tell you where all the hot spots in Boone are because he goes there and for football, you get a few days to explore. You're yeah. not doing games here, there, and yonder. But, um, but no, from the time I get there, we get there tonight. We'll probably arrive about six, seven o'clock. Uh, after that, I'm going to set up the equipment to do the show in the morning and go to sleep. Last night, I got mm-hmm. 10 hours of sleep. I forgot how nice <laughs> it was to get 10 hours of sleep. What a concept, right? I know. What a concept. Uh-huh. How nice it is. And that uh-huh. was the beauty of them pushing the game up yesterday. We did the game at one. Uh, my lack of sleep was evident because I stumbled over my words for the first inning. And <laughs> finally found my rhythm. We got uh, got through the game. It was a run-rule effort. Went to get dinner. We were back at the hotel for 6.30. I got to watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy last oh, night. Oh, man. So am I going to get some Cartridge World like trivia questions from that maybe? Or like will it give you a theme idea for later Look, today? it was difficult last night. That was... And this is someone who watches Jeopardy on a regular basis. There are some days where it comes easy, some days where it's not. Last night, the material was tough. Oh. It, was, it was harder than usual, so I'm not even going to go, th- go to that well today. <laughs> okay. uh-uh. That was, that was last night's game was tournament of champions <laughs> level difficult. Why they had those clues in a regular game, I don't know. <laughs> it was so bad. Here's how it was. I'm sitting at home and watching. It's like, damn. Uh, two of the contestants finished in the negative. Ooh, the champion, Matea Roach from Canada. Yeah, she was the only one left to play Final Jeopardy. Jeez, no kidding! Wow, God, that is tough. Yeah, I don't want any of those questions, bro. None of those. Yeah. So, hey, uh-uh. I do know one thing. Today's theme, as far as mm. cash codes, the theme is blockbusters. Blockbusters, not yeah. like the old Bill Cullen game show, but no, movies. no, no, not like that. Not like my blockbuster video T-shirt. Which is super right. awesome and vintage. No, that would be blockbusters as in fun movies. So Ooh. keep thinking that your first cash code will come up at eight o'clock this morning. So I don't know. Maybe you can ask me movie questions today. I, I, I don't know. That I might, might be, be kind of fun. That. I'm looking at this day in history and I'm also looking at birthdays. We may have a, a movie okay. one in there. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and do a cartridge roll trivia right now while we oh, have the opportunity. Oh, well, okay. Since I'm looking through here, there's there are no movies in history today, but we do have uh, a famous birthday. Oh, come on, bring it! Uh, in terms of movies, this actor was born on this date 
1915. He was born in Mexico. But uh, you may know him. Let's see. What movies did he star in? He was born in Chihuahua, Mexico. Okay. All right. Um, he starred in uh, he starred on Broadway and in Hollywood films. Okay. Let's see. Hollywood he was in Attila. He starred in Attila. Okay. Starred in the Kirk Douglas film Ulysses. Oh gosh. Let's okay. See. What else was he in? Uh, he starred as Quasimodo at one point in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Weird. Okay. This is. I. I I'm sure. Let's see. When you tell I'm me. I'm trying to see what he was. What he was most famous for, though. That's the thing. Uh, but the, this person was born in 1915. And the person was also in Mexico. on. He, wa- he was nominated for an Oscar for playing Zorba the Greek. Huh. Gosh. I don't. I, Ian, I can't pinpoint it, man. Once again, I've been stumped. I am Anthony quite Quinn. the chump, though. Anthony, Anthony Quinn. Quinn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. One, two Best Supporting Actors, Viva wow. Zapata and Lust for Life. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Was nominated twice for Best Actor, including for Zorba the Greek. Lawrence of Arabia. That was the movie uh. I was looking for, and I couldn't think of it. Okay. Wow. Good question. All right. Maybe just for fun later in the morning, we'll do some more. Cause, yeah, you know, I'll, uh, but, I'll find a better movie question later this morning. Yeah. Answer something. I'm mean, making something I can definitely answer from a, they were born in 1940 or later. <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to think of Anthony Quinn because you think of the name, you see the face, you know mm-hmm. who he is. Well, yeah. like, what was he in? But I swear, my brain does not work anymore to go back that far. I, it's like I reach back for those files, man, and they're just, they've disappeared. Thank God I have you. I mean, you are my personal Google. Look, my, uh, sometimes amazing. my files get go missing as well. They, they sometimes get accidentally de- accidentally deleted. You have to pull them out the recycle bin. <laughs> yeah, but that that too is always fun, my friend. Um, it's coming up now on 629. Yes, we've got more news on the way. We're scheduled to speak with Ian's best friend, Bob Carriker, because hey. cat lovers unite. And I've got a little special treat for both yeah. of you on that. Yeah, coming up. It's on the way. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app, free in the App Store or Google Play. Are you ready to purchase a home but need help coming up with the money to make it happen? Capital Area Finance Authority grant programs can help. Visit thecafa.org today. That's the C-A-F-A dot O-R-G. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net. Implicit bias. We like it because, well, we like it. We take pride in Catholic conservative guy stuff. So this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, grab a weekly whiskey and see if your implicit bias aligns with ours. Implicit Bias, Saturdays, 10 a.m., News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. It is 6.33 in the morning, 69 degrees and cloudy in Acadiana, but the sun will break out today. High of 86, according to Daniel Phillips. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5. Cape Hell, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette, where one person is wanted in connection with last week's Moore Park shooting. That shooting left two teenagers wounded. Crime Stoppers released a photo of that suspect. It's at capehell965.com in the Cape Hell app. If you know who the suspect is, call Lafayette Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS or Lafayette Police at 291-8600. 
Meanwhile, Lafayette Consolidated Government officials say they've met with black community leaders to discuss ways to end teen gun violence in the city. LCG says the goal is not to add more police to the streets, but to encourage community involvement. To that end, LCG says it's promoting the use of rec centers. Officials also say churches will open their doors and provide more resources to teens. Lafayette Sheriff's deputies are investigating a deadly shooting on Interstate 10. It happened Monday morning around 2 o'clock near the Louisiana Avenue exit. Authorities learned of the shooting when three victims went to the hospital. One of them, 23-year-old Austin Granger, died there. Call Crime Stoppers or the Lafayette Sheriff's Office if you have information. In St. Landry Parish, a Confederate monument that stood outside the courthouse for a century is coming down. The parish council voted last night to remove that statue. Former District Attorney Charles Craven says the statue was a dark reminder of the history under Jim Crow. State, uh, excuse me, St. Mary Parish Sheriff Blaze Smith is back home after being in the hospital for nearly a month. Smith sought treatment for an undetermined illness. He said he'll make a statement about his illness when he's ready. Now to an update to a story we brought you last week, or earlier this week rather, two suspects accused of setting fire to Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser's Plaquemines Parish home are now in custody. David Grubb has the new information. Robert Kelly and Angela Goodfellow, both of Slidell, await extradition to Louisiana after being arrested for burglarizing the home of Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. The pair was apprehended in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Wednesday afternoon. I was pleasantly surprised and glad to hear. Last Thursday, they allegedly kicked in the back door to the home, stole what they could, and started a fire in the kitchen. Smoke damages throughout the whole house. It only burned the roof in the kitchen. Nungesser says all things considered, it could have been worse. And God forbid if there was a home they broke into with children in it or something like that. We're just glad that they'll be off the streets. I'm David Grubb. And Bernie, you have a story at KPL965.com about this. So if anybody has missed any details about this or this may be the first time they've heard the story you have the full backstory as well as the update of the website correct absolutely and uh i did send it out so if you have the kpl app as always you get our best stories first and that uh it's free in the app store you should have it uh, an amazing story in the sense that you can't believe that you know i'm assuming this was something that was just random i don't think authorities at this point can pinpoint you know oh they were looking to you know get into this house uh, specifically, um, but it just shocking because, you know, they were moving out of this house to move permanently away. So they're moving and shutting down the house. And now they've got all this to go through in addition to everything else. And I'm sure it highlights for anyone who's ever been in that situation, just how terrifying and violating it is. Yes, indeed. It's a, it's an interesting story, and we'll keep following it as more details come through. Bernie will keep following it because she's been doing a bang-up job following it already. Thank you, Bernie. You're welcome, sweetie. At the Capitol, the bill that would ban transgender children from playing high school sports gets clearance from the Senate. Jeff Palermo has that update from Baton Rouge. During his monthly Ask the Governor show, John Bell Edwards reacted to the Senate voting for a bill that would prohibit transgender girls from participating on sports teams that do not match their gender identity. My position hasn't changed in the intervening year. The governor vetoed this bill last year, but the Republican-led legislature is trying to pass it again and possibly override a veto. Edwards says he doesn't see a need for the legislation. There still hasn't been a single case of this happening in Louisiana. I'm Jeff Palermo. A reminder, the Louisiana High School Athletic Association already has rules in place to prohibit transgender athletes from participating in high school sports. Meanwhile, a New Orleans lawmaker is looking to remove two official state holidays from the state law. Right now, the Louisiana revised statutes codify Robert E. Lee Day and Confederate Memorial Day as official state holidays. Brooke Thorington has the details about the effort to remove those holidays from the state law. 
This bill will not allow anyone to, to carry a concealed weapon unless they are already able to legally open carry. Constitutional carry means no required training. That's the definition of constitutional training. So uh, that's that's reason for my objection. That's my fault. I read the okay. wrong story there. I was a little that's, nervous. I'm like, where are we going no, with no. that one? That's that's my fault. I jumped a story. And you know what? A, a little backstory here. As yeah. a TV news producer, uh-huh. I hated when that happened. And now I've done it. So now oh, I know how Jim and right. Marcel feel. <laughs> and how Chuck and Darla felt when I rolled too far in the prompter. Let's go back and read the story for the bite you heard. A bill allowing Louisiana residents 21 years or older to carry a concealed weapon without a license advances out of committee. Last year, Governor Edwards vetoed the same bill because it lacked a training requirement. Lawmakers added optional state police training to the bill this year. Oil City Representative Danny McCormick wrote the bill. He says, who needs training when you can open carry without it? And that was the bite you heard a second ago from Danny McCormick uh, making his point. As we mentioned, a lawmaker trying to get Robert E. Lee Day and the Confederate Memorial Day taken out of state holidays. Here's Brooke Thornton with that story. And members, in good conscience, I could not sit by and not attempt to change that. Even though the days are no longer formally observed in Louisiana, Representative Matthew Willard says they need to be removed from the list. As a black man, he says it's emotional for such holidays to even be listed on the books. And I don't think our state should be sending that message to the kids that we want to nurture and foster and see thrive in our state. And when it came to a vote... No objections. HB 240 is for a move favorably. The bill now advances to the House. I'm Brooke Thorington. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team completes a sweep of the Midwest, beating Indiana in run rule fashion 11-2. Carly Heath, Sophie Piscos both with home runs, two of the Cajuns' 12 hits in the contest. Louisiana now travels to North Carolina for a weekend Sunbelt Series against Appalachian State. Lotto jackpots rise, Powerball at $400 million for Saturday, Lotto jackpot at $1.1 million, easy five at $130,000. And finally, Bernie? Yes? It's only appropriate because it's Thursday. Yes. Meow. Meow. We go to Kansas for this story. Garden City, Kansas, to be uh, specific. Firefighters and an animal control officer came to the rescue of three kittens. You want to guess where they were trapped? Uh, In In, a car? In a wall. (laughs) Bob wins. (laughs) Of course. They were trapped inside the wall at at the Ace Hardware store in Garden City. (laughs) They're not trapped. They like it in there. Well, the kittens were mewing from inside the wall near the exit doors. Uh, apparently, they were, the people were able to find them by looking down from the attic, but they were unable to reach them because of a piece of sheet metal that was blocking the path. Um, the fire department responded. Animal control officer came. They cut through the sheet metal, were able to extract the trio of kittens. They're now in foster care and trying to find the mother cat for a potential reunion. Oh. This may be a case of the mother cat dumping them there because she didn't want to be bothered. I, now, I have a feeling the mother cat can be found in someone's wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I owe Bob a high five because he got it right. Today is National High Five Day for those oh, who keep the score at home. That's good. It's also it's also International Pizza Cake Day. I don't know what a pizza cake is, but okay. okay. Uh-huh. It's also Bulldogs Are Beautiful Day, Big World Day, National uh-huh. Chocolate Covered Cashews Truffle yes. Day. <laughs> National Tea Day, Aww. sweet or unsweet, okay. enjoy it, and National Yellow Bat Day. Now, I'm not sure if there's a species of bat that's yellow or they're talking about the yellow fungo slash plastic bats. Okay, that's just still. strange and fun. Love Give it. yourself a high five today for National High Five Day. National High Five. Everybody high five each other. All right, I'm loving it. It's 641. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. 
They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. A few clouds out there this morning, but eventually mostly sunny skies. Temperatures are going to get to about 85 degrees for the high today with winds coming from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. Overnight lows are going to be down in the mid-60s again, and we will continue to see partly sunny skies through the end of the work week and the weekend. Temperatures pretty consistently staying in the mid-80s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, cloudy skies, 68 degrees here at KPL. Our weather update brought to you by Broussard Pochet, certified public accountants, your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, we've got a couple of traffic hotspots. Fender Bender earlier in Broussard, Highway 90 at Celebrity Drive. That's Highway 90 at Celebrity Drive. East Penhook at Southwest of Angeline Thruway. That's East Penhook at Southwest of Angeline Thruway. So y'all watch out in both of those couple of areas this morning. Please, please, please. Traffic brought to you by Tropical Fish Bowl. An aquarium is a great addition to your home. And with monthly maintenance plans, all you get to do is sit back and relax. Tropical Fish Bowl. They're right on Westmark Boulevard here in Lafayette. And you can find them at tropicalfishbowl.com. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Thursday morning, Acadiana's history professor, Bob Carricker. He shall bring us the history. Ian Oza, Bernadette Lee here with you. Okay, uh, I have a special, uh, <clears throat> this came in an envelope, gentlemen. Oh. All right, okay. yes, uh, yes, we have an envelope here that was sent to us. What color is that envelope? It is a blue, a beautiful like blue. blue. It almost matches your shirt, Bob. Uh, a big thank you. Wait, Bob's wearing a shirt this morning? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Darn He's not it, Ian. <laughs> there are some things you're not supposed to talk about. Whoops. <laughs> the shirtless Bob Carricker. Just kidding. He's got his blue shirt on. Dear Ian and Bernie, we listen to you every morning at 6 a.m. We make sure to hear a Katie and his history professor at around 6.30 on Thursdays. The last page of the Consumer Report periodical highlights signage and pricing goofs found throughout the U.S. This oh. one, yes, this one, the picture they sent us, is attached in the May 2022 issue. We thought y'all might want to share it with Bob Carricker. Yeah, uh, it is a picture of a store and it's got a sign on a particular aisle instead of it being a pricing goof however uh-huh. uh cat lovers are probably going to skip uh, this section oh no. yeah uh it, it's you know instead of a, a price it shows what's on this aisle and you would think it would say canned cat food but what it says is canned oh, no. cat oh no yes. <laughs> oh, no <laughs> canned cats <laughs> Loving Ain't it. Ain't no rescuing those Wait. cats. 
Wait. Wait. Hang yes. on a second. I want to move beyond the canned cats. Okay. This, this, does this actually, I mean, you guys are in the business. I'm, right? I'm not. I'm just kind of an interloper here. But does this officially count as fan mail? Oh, yeah, yes, you got to use fan I mean, mail. Literally, fan right? Mail. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Can I have that? Absolutely. I mean, We're going to take I, a picture yeah, with I you. I need this. Thank you, Chris This, this and has Annette. never happened before. <laughs> right? I mean, I've gotten letters in the mail, <laughs> but they definitely have not been classified as fan mail. Sometimes, you know when you've arrived, Sometimes Bob? there's summons. Uh, definitely hate mail. I've absolutely got hate mail before. <laughs> never fan mail. Congrats. Now, Bob, you know how you've arrived? When you get fan mail from jail. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, did this come one. from jail? No, that one did not no, come no, no, from no. jail. Okay. But <laughs> in a in a previous professional life, well, I received fan mail from some of my listeners who mm -hmm. were in uh what was it? Uh Is that right? Raterford State Prison up mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania. Oh, you got one from Pennsylvania. I've received right. many All from right. many. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, here. Ian, for bringing me back down to reality here. <laughs> It's all Look, riding high, and now no, I have to get, wait for something from somebody at no, Angola. No, you got fan mail from normal people. You're good. Yes. So Chris and Annette from no Lafayette. No one wants normal. Thank you. Normal is boring, Ian. Okay, how normal can they be? They they listen to this show Monday through Friday and get super excited on Thursday. So right, yeah. I mean, there's I that. I appreciate it, and we're we're not allowed to mention who this person is. I assume. Well, or... Chris and Annette. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're just not going to mention their last. Okay. Name. Yeah, right. but yes. Well, thank that, you for taking the time. You are very welcome. Yes, indeed. And those people, thank you. Yes, for sending this to us and to Bob, and he is now in possession of his first piece of fan mail. I'm yeah. going to lacquer it to the front of my car. Um, okay. <laughs> Perhaps you could, but only not on the car first. I think you should hang it up on your office door first. Wouldn't yeah, that be Yeah, frame fun? it and hang it up. I could, I could do that. I could, yeah, that would probably be a smarter idea. Thank you, uh, thank you oh, Bernie, for boy. that. Oh, boy. Yes. All right, we are way behind now, but uh, it was so worth it. Okay, so... What are we doing today? Okay, so what we're doing today is something, it, it's it's exciting, it's fun, it's disturbing. Yeah. Oh, it's, goody. It's 1902. Okay. And everyone's favorite scientist physicist, Marie Curie. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. She discovers radium. Now, so Marie Curie, you could do an entire, you know, oh, entire yeah, podcast yeah. on Marie. Uh, actually, I suppose we hate podcasts. But at any rate, we, <laughs> now, we, we have one. In, we Just listen do, to ours. We do a whole show on Marie Curie <laughs> and her scientific and physics uh, contributions to society, multiple Nobel Prizes, so on and so forth. But it's 1902, and she discovers radium. Yes. Where does she discover radium? Well, she discovers radium working around with uranium, ah. which is radioactive, yes. right? Yes. And so radiation is something that goes along with Uranium and radiation is something that goes on along with radium. Uh, but radium also has this amazing illumination property yeah. that can be harnessed. Okay. And it can it will shine in the dark. Ah. So this seems like a, a really a very good a thing. really good thing. Now today, if someone offers you a radioactive Anything, right? Hey, You're like, hey, hey, Bob, come here. We, I've got a steering wheel for you, Look, coated in pretty. a radioactive material that will always be, uh, you know, illuminating at right. night. Yeah, yeah. Now, someone, if someone offers you this today, you say, "Oh no, oh no, 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 no." 
But in the 1910s and 1920s, if somebody offered you a radioactive product, you said, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. And you wanted it. And radiation became all the rage, particularly particularly radium, but everything. And it was seen as a panacea, a cure-all for anything and everything. Magical. It can cure blindness. It can cure hysteria. Oh, yeah, and those we women. Don't, right. Oh, right. You got to control those ladies. If you wear it around <laughs> your neck yes. as a radio indoctrinator packet. Yes. Wait, what? Oh, uh, yes, you've Consistently giving your liver shots of radiation, certainly right. that would be a great thing, <laughs> right? right? No, it's not. If you put oh, it in lipstick, God. wouldn't this be oh, wonderful? My Absolutely goodness. not. Chocolate, Gee yes. Whiz. Chicken feed, well, yes. If you put the radioactive material in chicken feed, then maybe the eggs will incubate themselves. Oh, it doesn't God. work that way. They really pulled out every kind of thing that they really thought this could do. Well, you could always drink radiothor, oh, otherwise no. known as liquid sunshine. Oh, <laughs> oh good lord! Not, not a good idea. Yeah. Um, and my favorite of the products is the radioactive jock strap. Oh yes. Because needless what? to say, you heard it. You, you can heard it. you can only get more manly yes. if you're wearing a radioactive jock strap. Oh, well, there you now, go. Now, typically the inventors of all of these products ended up dying at some point a little bit God. later because of radiation Jeez. poisoning in some capacity yes. one way or another. How but terrifying. the most but the most sort of disturbing story to come out of all of this oh. is the radium girls. And there's actually a Netflix movie on this that came out a couple of years ago. Okay, writing that one down. So if you think about self-illumination, I mean, that's the major property. And you can imagine that that would have tremendous commercial viability, right? Yes. So there's a company that is formed, the Undark Company, which which sounds nefarious, right? Yes, it does. But it's called Undark. And that is because they have radium material that you can paint on virtually anything and it will glow. It will emit light yes. in the dark consistently. Oh my God. And we most people are familiar with this, I guess, in their lives because of watch dials. Okay. Right? Makes because sense. if you ever had yeah. a watch dial that stayed lit all night oh, long, yeah. it, it was because it. of radium. What kid at camp didn't have that? What kid? Okay. Exactly. Because, like, mom's not there. In the 1910s, 1920s, there's a radiation dial company that their job is to paint the the hands on watches. Wow. And so they hire women to do this tedious work. Oh, And they explain to the women that in painting the radium onto the dials, you have to point your paintbrush so it's a very specific point just to get that little bit of radium all over the place and the way to point your paintbrush is to dab it in your mouth oh and gosh. use your lips to bring it to a point oh. and then paint 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 so, bring it to a point in your lips wow. paint 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 fascinating so needless to say if your job requires you to continuously daily ingest radium yeah. radiation yeah. material the effects on you are horrific. And so initially the dentists start noticing that these women Wait a minute. Their yeah. their teeth are falling out. Why is this mm-hmm. happening? And then and then their their menstrual cycles are completely off Bizarre. kilter or gone. And yeah. sterility is a common 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 issue with the women working in these plants. What is going on? 
Of course, the owners of the plants say, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You, you women, you probably have syphilis. This is, it's, it's got to be something that's your own fault that's bringing these yeah, ailments right. upon you. Yeah. Well, our jaws are dropping off now, which is horrific and horrifically true that this is what happens to them. So eventually, lawsuits are filed, and it comes to pass that the corporation owners knew the dangers, oh. recognized the dangers, protected themselves, but denied it, denied it, denied oh, it. And these women, wow. thousands of them actually, um, they suffer terrible consequences from this. Eventually they sue, and it actually establishes workplace safety regulations oh. and laws that people are still protected by today. No kidding. But it's a terrible, terrible Good you know, Lord, moment yes. in history where in, in some capacities we're, we're unaware of the dangers of these things. Um, and then we become aware of them as time goes on. To this day, if you go to the graves where these women ended up being buried, because yeah. they, they died, you know, shortly after. I mean, their, their lives were their lifespans were not long. Absolutely. You go through the graveyards with a Geiger counter that recognizes radiation. You, you can find them. You can wow. find them because they had so much in yes, them that it's still that it's just still shooting out beep, because beep, 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 the half life is what right. thousands yeah, of years. Thousands of years. God. So that wow. is it's an amazing story. Yeah, it's and amazing. Shocking. It's, it's shocking and it's weird and it's comical to think, in some capacity, that we would be doing these things to ourselves willingly. But then, when it comes around to workplace environments where people are being subjected to this, the radium girls, yes, specifically. It's disturbing. To say the least. Thank you, Bob, for this story. Thank you. Yeah, we and again, there's, there, is this, there is this documentary or a movie on it. Yeah. Um, about the Radium Girls. It's on Netflix. So and people can, it's not, can a, it. it's not an unknown story by any means. Right. It's, it's certainly worth remembering. Yes. And it's, it's interesting that this is the day in 1902 yeah. when Marie Curie actually uh, finds this, finds this, this material. Radium. Yeah. As wow. always, Bob Carricker, you are amazing, Acadiana's history professor, with your new fan mail. Everyone, have a glorious day. 658. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Tom McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Stock futures are higher. Investors are awaiting comments on the economy from Fed Chair Jerome Powell, heating at a forum hosted by the International Monetary Fund later today. Another major food company is reporting that shoppers are willing to pay more for its higher-priced brands. Nestle, which makes Nescafe coffee and Purina pet food, says its sales at the start of the year rose more than 7.5%. The number excludes this in Russia, where it has halted some sales. Its chief executive, Mark Schneider, says so far is seeing sustained consumer demand. United Airlines expects this to be its first profitable year since 2019, and Tesla reported record earnings for its winter quarter. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Run, walk, 
honor. The Tunnel to Towers 5 Run and Walk in New York City retraces FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps on 9-11. That single event has inspired more than 70 runs, walks, and climbs in different cities across the nation each year. Register for an event or area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. DeSantis versus the mouse. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. A new round in Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' battle with the Disney Company over the state's so-called Don't Say Gay Bill. Fox's Evan Brown joining us live from Florida. Uh, Roger, Florida's State House votes today to possibly eliminate the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which since 1967 grants Disney self-governance. The state Senate passed the bill Wednesday. Wilton Simpson is the Senate president. Anytime one of our large corporations with special opportunities in this state um, shine more light on themselves than maybe they wish they had of, we then as a legislature will take a look at what is actually in this document. The push to rescind Disney's special status is a reaction to the company's chief executive promising to use the corporation's muscle to repeal Florida's new law prohibiting gender and sex ed in early elementary school, Roger. And Evan, word is President Biden will announce another $800 million in military aid to Ukraine. He speaks at the White House this morning. Meanwhile, Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered his forces not to storm a steel plant in Mariupol, where soldiers and civilians are making a last stand and asking for help. A Ukrainian military commander was able to release a video begging for some type of rescue, an extraction plan, even asking President Biden to rescue them, saying this video might be the last of their lives. Fox's Matt Finn in Ukraine. Today, New Jersey joins the list of states where it's okay to sell recreational marijuana. The start of sales comes days after a state commission okayed companies to take the final steps. One Jersey resident says other states are doing it, so... You have to start it and then fix it as you go along. Seven companies will operate in 13 towns. Fox's Grinnell Scott. America is listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Doctors expect the cop outside New York City to recover from a gunshot wound he received while trying to arrest gun suspects yesterday. Fox's Sue Guzman with more. 
Veteran police officers in critical but stable condition after being shot in the abdomen by a suspect while he was conducting an investigation into illegal firearms. The FBI Westchester Safe Streets Task Force, that includes members of the Yonkers Police Force, was on patrol when a suspect being detained opened fire, striking the officer in the stomach. A federal agent then shot and killed the 28-year-old suspect. Two illegal firearms were recovered. The injured detective, who was not identified, was reportedly sent to retire next week. In New York, I'm Sue Guzman, Fox News. Many football fans were happy when Tom Brady decided to unretire, but not one man who had purchased what he thought was Brady's last touchdown ball. Leland's auctions last week confirmed that a mutual agreement was reached between the auction house, the consigner, and the buyer of Tom Brady's touchdown pass to Mike Evans from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers NFC division round loss to the LA Rams. That pass, the final of Brady's career upon announcing his retirement, leading Miami real estate broker Ron Furman to drop $518,000 for that valuable piece of memorabilia, but the value plummeting after Brady decided not to hang it up. I had to look at it again. Is this possible? How could this be happening? Furman speaking to Inside Edition. Lucky for Furman, no money was exchanged. Asked if he'll be on the market for another final ball if the seven-time Super Bowl champ decides to make his retirement official. If a wide receiver throws it into the crowd again, I'm going to be bidding on that ball. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. A Florida man who wrote the bestseller Lizard King sentenced to seven months in federal prison for illegally trafficking turtles. They were billed as being bred in captivity when they were not. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 7.09 in the morning. Bernie, what's the widget showing? Are we at 70 degrees yet? We are. Cloudy and 70 just for you. You're magical. Bernie, you there? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to push that button. Yes, you're magical. You predicted 70 and cloudy. You got it. There we go, and it's going to get warmer today. High of 86 under mostly sunny skies, according to Daniel Phillips. Look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We'll go ahead and keep this one quick because Lafayette Live is coming up. Yep. One, pers- uh, one person is wanted in connection with last week's Moore Park shooting in Lafayette. Left two teenagers wounded. Crime Stoppers released a photo of that suspect. It's at the KPEL website and app. If you know who it is, call Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS. Lafayette Consolidated Government officials say they've met with black community leaders to discuss ways to end teen gun violence in the city. LCG says the goal is not to add more police to the streets, but to encourage community involvement. To that end, LCG says it's promoting the use of rec centers and the use of churches. Officials say churches are willing to open their doors and provide more resources to teens. St. Landry Parish Council voting to remove a Confederate monument that stood outside the courthouse for a century. Former District Attorney Charles Craven says the statue was a reminder of the dark history of Jim Crow. St. Mary Parish Sheriff Blaze Smith is back home after being in the hospital for nearly a month. Smith saw treatment for an undisclosed illness. He said he'll make a statement about that illness when he's ready. Two people in custody in Alabama. They're accused of setting fire to Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser's Plaquemines Parish home. The full story at kpel965.com and the KPL mobile app. Bernie has all the details there. In traffic talk, Ambassador Caffrey near Dulles will be closed for widening work. The northbound right lane near the Ambassador Dulles intersection will be closed for about two months starting on Monday. Drivers should avoid that area. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin Cajun softball team completes its sweep of the Midwest. The Cajuns beat Indiana in run rule fashion last night, 11-2 in six innings. 
Sophie Piscos, Carly Heath, both with home runs in the game. The Cajuns now travel to North Carolina to take on Appalachian State in Sunbelt action this weekend. Game one tomorrow afternoon. Nobody won the Powerball jackpot. It's up to $400 million. The Lotto at $1.1 million and the Easy Five at $130,000. And before we go to break, Bernie, let's go back to our Cartridge World trivia. Yes, sir. Right, I'm ready. Uh, All right. Blockbusters is our theme today. Uh -huh. So our first question is, this star yeah. of such blockbusters as Angels in the Outfield. Okay. I kind of remember that movie. Celebrates a birthday today. He was born on April 21, 1951. In addition to Angels in the Outfield, he also starred in, let's see, the movie, that it must have been a TV movie. That's why it's not showing up here. The garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. It was a TV movie. That's why I never saw it. You may know him best from his starring role on Who's the Boss and, of oh, course, the misheard Elton John lyric. Oh, oh, uh, Tony Danza. Hold me close, young Tony Danza. Not oh, all that young. Close. He's 71 today. Oh, yeah, I love that people think that that's the, the lyric. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Instead mm -hmm. of Tony Danza. That's hilarious. Good one, Ian. Thank you. Our next one. She was born on this date in 1939. She turns 82. Her book, Dead Man Walking, was made into a hit movie. Sister Helen Prejean. That one I know. She was in the news yesterday. Yes. Yep. Uh, let's see, who else was born today? Oh, this actress, born on this date in 1950, is it 58 or 59? I need to double check that. On this date in 1958, born in Gaffney, South Carolina. She was a model for Calvin Klein, a spokesman for, a spokesman for L'Oreal. She has starred in such movies as Sex, Lies, and Videotape, Groundhog Day, and Four Weddings and a Funeral. Oh, Four Weddings and a, funer a Funeral, that's Andy McDowell. You are correct. All right. Sweet. So there you go. Thank you the, for my earlier redemption when I could not remember Anthony Quinn. Ooh. Look, nobody could remember Anthony Quinn, so there you go. <laughs> and a bonus one, Patty Lupone, uh, best known for her time on stage, but also starred in the ABC series Life Goes On in the late 80s and early Aww. 90s. She's 73 today. Aw, that's cool. Thank you for sharing ones that I could win. And the star of Purple Rain would have been 64 God. today. Prince. Man. No, excuse me. I'm lost. sorry. Today's not his birthday. Oh, Today is the not? sixth anniversary of his death. It has been six years. Six years. Yeah. Good Lord. It seems like it was just yesterday. That's yeah, it does. almost unbelievable. Wow. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you for those updates. And we got more to Life come. Happy Alive is next. Yes. On Acadiana's Morning News. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. The forecast has really settled down across Acadiana. Not too much going on out there today. We're going to see those temperatures get up to about 85 degrees. We'll get there with mostly sunny skies, even though we'll have a few clouds out there early this morning. I do think that that breaks up pretty quickly. Winds are going to be from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. Continues to bring a bit of that moisture into the area. And we'll stay a little more humid here as we round out the work week and head into the weekend. Temperatures over the next couple of days going to be staying more or less in the mid-80s. We'll see that through the weekend with plenty of sunshine. Next chance for some rain is going to be on Monday. Looks like a front going to be coming through Monday evening into Tuesday morning, bringing some showers to the area. Of course, that swings through just in time for Festival International. Early returns looks like we could have a pretty good forecast for the big return of the festival late next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And 70 degrees, those cloudy skies are here. 
News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, double-checking traffic. Southwest of Angeline through Wade, East Penhook. Southwest of Angeline through Wade, East Penhook. Hopefully it's moved to the side of the road. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Oh, say can you see stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming Coming up on 721 on Acadiana's Morning News. Good morning, Acadiana. I'm Bernadette Lee, along with Ian Oza. And Thursday, hey, hey, hey. hey, good morning, darling. Thursdays morning. mean that we have a chance to have our Lafayette Mayor President, Josh Guillory, in studio. Mayor, good morning. Good morning. We so appreciate the chance to, as you call it, have the town hall. And uh, we appreciate this opportunity. Now, if you have questions, comments, or concerns, you can light up the phone lines if you choose. 232-1542, 232-1542. Easy way to do it if you have the KPL app. You can just hit the phone button and you'll be right into the studio. You can also text us because there is an app chat feature. And we receive a lot of those constantly. All right, so before we even get with uh, some of our topics that we wanted to dis- uh, discuss with you this morning, I do like to always start with people who have sent things in, mailed things in for discussion. And one is the situation at Moore Park with the shooting. Uh, This person says, more importantly, the statements 
made by police, quote, usually we get a tip that this particular kind of function is going on at the parks, and so we're being made aware of it, unquote. So that person kind of wanted some thoughts on that. Do you have any kind of thought process? Now, we did have a gentleman that called in last week saying that as he saw a bunch of young people starting to gather, he did phone it in. It was, I guess, about a half hour or so before uh, the shooting happened. So kind of curious. And Bernie, just to clarify, this is the same person who called in last week. Oh, okay. The person who sent us a text message. And he sent one earlier, or in fact, right before the one you read, he asked, could you please have Mr. Guillory address the Moore Park shooting this morning? Uh, And then went into the statement that Uh. you made. He also sent one right after that said, where is it? We all know that the statement is false and a disservice to those who are in harm's way through their negligence of prior warning. So... If you could, Mr. Mayor, address the statement and then address the question. And then do you have a rebuttal to the statement he said at the end? Okay, what statement are we talking about? So the first one was the one that Bernie had said uh, where he wanted you to address the statement that police had made. I'm not sure where he got this. Quote, usually we'll get a tip that this particular kind of function is going on at the parks. And so we're being aware of it. And then he followed up by saying that that statement is false and a disservice. In other words, yeah, and he was saying, because he called us and said he did call and nobody responded. But, I mean, we do have a First Amendment right to peacefully assemble, so sure. And, and as where's long as the line? As long as you're there in a lawful vantage point, you know, you have uh, the council approve some some hours for parks uh, and things like okay. that. Okay, um, But, but that who, who said the statement? Um, I'm, just, I'm just making sure I have all the facts. The so person's can... name, it goes by just saying. Right, and if you could, name. sir, please let us know where you got that quote because that's the first I'm hearing of that as well. Okay, yeah, so I just didn't want to. I didn't want to respond and, and not have the same facts. You know, gotcha. wouldn't want to be irresponsible. Yep, and if just saying, uh, you know, if you want to provide more feedback from the app chat, sir, uh, just saying, you sure could do that too uh, with us. So, um, yeah, no, I'm just saying, but um, but. But what I would what I would say is this: we take the security very serious, and I'm you know very proud of the police department, and and you know they've really upped their game as far as patrolling the parks. We have, we're very blessed. Thirty five parks here in our parish, and uh, probably well actually it's a little less now. The parish council did a great job with with working with our municipality about thirty parks, and um, you know I, I know each precinct has a proactive plan to get out there and making sure our all our recreation activities are as safe as possible. Um, I will uh, comment a little bit with the, our interim chief uh, made a, some pretty good statements at the council meeting on Tuesday, and it's really, really straightforward. See something, say something, you know, any, and we're all in this together, and our police officers, uh, they can't be on every single corner and at 24 hours a day, and, and, but they, they cover a lot of ground. But the, the, best, the best kind of enforcement is community involvement and everybody working together. So, um, you know, don't, don't ever think that you're bothering the police department. If you got something, when in doubt, please call. Uh, please call 911. Our dispatchers are, are ready. They're never overwhelmed with this kind of information, and they'll get us to the right area at the right time in a very efficient manner. So please call in. And now, it is a kind Gilroy, of a balance, I would yeah. assume, too. Oh, yeah. Oof, what a... It, it is. And, and we're, but look, I'm telling you, we're very, very blessed. I get out and about and, and you know, want to inspect where I expect. And I know our, all, of our, all of our directors do, even outside of park. And, and Hollis uh, does a wonderful job, Director Conway over there with, with our parks and Arts, Recreation, and Culture Department. And, uh, again, just want to be as proactive as you can. But I, I really think the best ideas we have, whether it's security or just quality of life, 
personally, the best ideas I've seen has come from the community and, quite frankly, from shows like this. It is a town hall. Mm-hmm. It's a weekly town hall. And, you know, I, I love listening, hearing, you know, listening to our, to our constituents. It helps out. Now, Mr. Guillory, you've mentioned, uh, or there was a news story rather yesterday on KATC about the community involvement where LCG leaders had met with members of the black community, specifically Carlos Harvin meeting with church leaders, community leaders, and so on and so forth. How do you get full community buy-in from the black community when some of the most vocal leaders on that, uh, on that side of the issue or on that side of Lafayette have been some of your most vocal opponents? How do you get the full buy-in with them to be involved in policing the community at large? Well, there's many. Uh, it's a good question. I appreciate it. There's many ways to tackle this. Um, you know, my my administration, I think it's pretty straightforward, pretty simple, and we just view us as one community. So, I, you know, I kind of, I don't want to go as far as saying I reject the premise of the question, but but I kind of reject the premise of the question because, you know, I'm tired of hearing this whole north side, south side, black community, white community. How, how about we're a community? And we're diverse, and we welcome that. You know, now I've met with leaders that happen that may happen to be in one geographical area in our community, in our city. And we did have a good conversation and, and, and mainly it was about gun violence. And, um, you know, look, no one person has all the answers. And, and I rely on these community leaders a lot. And I'm very fortunate as a leader to be able to have those those uh, stakeholders that care enough about our community to stop what they're doing. Because, man, let me tell you, I called them right on the on the dime. Yeah, you know, like that morning and said, hey, we're, I want to get together. I want to get ahead of this. And I want to hear your thoughts, what your ideas, recommendations. How can how can local government come in here and be proactive? Because, you know, look, one homicide is one too many. Mm-hmm. One one victim of gun violence is one too many. And, you know, we we, we have a right. And, and Bern, you were right. It's a balance. Everything we do is a balance. And I know our folks understand that. The people understand that. And, and our, our local government understands that. But part of that balance you know, requires an equation. And part of that equation involve, should involve, and at least our approach is, to involve as many people as we can, as many leaders, as many people that care, that come in good faith, that want to help the, help our community move forward in a positive way. Hey, we welcome that. But that's 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 my approach. It is coming I up. To, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I need you to put your lawyer hat on here for a second, Josh, uh, because one of the questions we had tired. last week after was after this was, where is the balance between needing a permit for a large gathering? Because just saying, when he called yeah, last week, said he eyeballed it, but somewhere between 1,000 and 1,500 people. Under Lafayette law, or Lafayette ordinance, when do you need a permit for a large gathering? Where is that balance under local ordinance? Don't know off the top of my head, but let's. Uh, we got all our directors listening. So between legal and community development, planning, police, if you guys can give us some feedback. I, and I'm only trying to answer the specific question you said in the ordinance. Um, I yeah. don't know if it's governed by ordinance. If it is, I just don't off the top of my head. But we'll, there is some local source of law that requires it at certain uh, trigger points. So uh, the general public just kind of listening to this conversation, if you want a gathering, if – if um, you want to use a pavilion, for example, you want to use any particular area of the public space that you want to you know, guarantee this is your spot for this particular time, what I encourage you to do is call our park department, um, call 311, ask for park, and or just or just say you know because I don't want to limit it. I don't want to. I want to make 311 inviting, so don't feel like you have to have the answer. Like I need to talk to this department. Just call 311, say what you want to do, and. and and the dispatcher, dispatcher, the customer service representative should be able to uh, transfer your your particular question to the to the appropriate department. But we definitely encourage uh, gatherings in a safe way. So when in doubt, call three one one, and let's uh, let's secure your area. 
It is coming up now on 7.30. Lafayette Live, you can ask any question you want. Bring up a topic, a comment. You can do it by calling at 232-1542. Got the app chat feature where you can spell it all out in writing if you wish. Got to have the KPL app first, though, and that's free in the App Store. The loudest voices on the biggest issues. We're listening to your concerns, and that's why it's so important for us to say that we hear you. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. Are you ready to purchase a home but need help coming up with the money to make it happen? Capital Area Finance Authority grant programs can help. Visit the CAFA.org today. That's the CAFA.org. Lafayette Live is brought to you by Southside Roofing at 337 Roofing, serving the Acadiana area for 20 years. Call Southside Roofing today at 337 Roofing for all of your roofing needs. it is when it's about you and your town people definitely want to get involved and they want to know all all right back to the app chat gosh lots of questions but we got to ask about this one because i wonder about this one too so i'm not gonna lie this is a little self-interest i'm I'm throwing it out there throw away okay one of the most dangerous intersections in town chris says is bendel and penhook oh it's so true in my opinion too He's like, there are really no lane dividers and stripes. It really looks kind of crazy. Now, I don't know about the lane divider part. I know when I'm driving down Bendel, I see the lane dividers. But yeah, like when it whips around the corner onto Pinhook, I'm like, they kind of disappear a bit. Your thoughts? Man, let me tell you, I I could talk hours on this. I bet you I bet there's many, <laughs> many, many people in our community and outside our community that would have comments on that. It's just, it's a different turn. We can all agree with that. Don't, don't go into it fast. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Sharp angle, uh-huh. tight space. Yeah. Um, I, let me let me end with a positive on that. There is, hope is still alive. There is some positive things coming. Uh, working with our local delegation and, and the legislature, they've been really, really good uh, for us in this area, working hard. Our Senate president, Paige Cortez, uh, this uh, you know leading, leading the way over there. Um, this particular area, uh, Representative Jean-Paul Cousson, has worked really, really good with the administration, local government to, to get some funding. And uh, we're working with the state. Warren Avenue, Traffic Roads and Bridges is um, working with DOTD, being it's a state road. We're going to take over that particular part. We're going to asphalt it, overlay it, and um, see if we can make some even more improvements. Uh, there's there's some discussions about a turn lane, not necessarily right right there, okay. um, but 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 it's possible. So we just need to iron out those wrinkles a little bit. But but. The spirit of the question, everybody can wrap their arms around that. So we got to do something about it because it, it is a it's eight o'clock in the morning, five o'clock. It's it it can be a little dicey. So yeah. we appreciate you appreciate the message and just know it's it's not falling on on ears that are not listening. So we're we're working on it. Okie dokie. All right, back to conversation. Uh, we'll get to this one in a minute because it dovetails with another uh, very long, lengthy set of three questions from somebody who sent in. Uh, so we'll get to that yeah. in a minute. Um, all right. I'm going to assume I'm going to just wait a minute. Uh, Ian, I know there was something you and I received. Talk about that real quick. 
Yeah, Ryan Gonzalez checked in. He said, please thank the mayor, uh, Hollis Conway and Betty Cartwright for making the student veteran organization at UL Lafayette end of year crawfish boil at Pa Davis Park possible every year. Betty is an absolute joy to work with. She's also a veteran. So Ryan Gonzalez wanted to say thank you to you and your administration for making that possible. Oh, hey, Ryan, thank you. And th thanks, Ian Byrne. Um, Hollis, is a, he's a great director. Yeah. I mean, look, if see LUS, we broke down some silos here in, in LCG. But if LUS ever really needs some energy, you know, some electricity, yeah, you know, a storm, natural disaster response, they could just plug into Hollis. He has so, <laughs> so much natural he energy. Has so much. I mean, look, he will light up a light bulb. All right, and, and that's it, it, <laughs> oh, it's 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 awesome. But I do appreciate it, and what a great organization on campus to highlight and support our veterans and our our student. Uh, veterans it's 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 a very wide range of uh, demographics and as you can imagine so is our military and mm -hmm. and it's just it's it's healthy to have these types of organizations and you need to work together we we pride ourselves on that but I, look i really appreciate that guys and uh if um anybody wants to support that organization please please reach out to the university 482-1000 and just kind of follow the the uh the instructions and you can really help out our veterans over there on campus so thank um, you that's that's um it's a good, a good thing to know that all of that is happening. You know, and you got to say, there's a lot of good stuff going on for veterans in our community. Yeah. And it seems like it just gets better each day that we seem to find a lot of different things uh, that, that people are hosting or maybe two organizations are getting together. Yeah. You know, the involvement with the university and just the honoring of these people who we get to sit here and do this crazy show. Right. That hopefully helps people get their questions answered. Yeah. They might get their frustrations out. I mean, whatever the case may be, because veterans do that work. And I'm also looking at two veterans, which is great. So we appreciate y'all, too. All right, we're going to the phone line. All right, Dave is up first. Hey, Dave, go ahead, please. Hey, Dave. Dave, is your phone on mute? Hmm. Dave, you there? Dave's not here, man. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know his phone. You know, sometimes when you have your iPhone, oh, you yeah. can easily hit the mute button with your cheek. So Dave will will try to check in. His question is Jamie about Angel does that to me on purpose though. <laughs> I, I have I have seen him do it. <laughs> Jamie. No, I just fake phone calls. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> there you go. Now that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's cute. Now Dave was gonna have a question about the lawsuit regarding panhandling, that dovetails into an email we received from someone who has a, a lot of questions relating to it. In general, is there uh, anything you can say about the panhandling lawsuit? Well, you know, it's our policy on litigations. Let, let all that play itself out, and, and it does. And I believe in the judicial system. I believe in our, our balanced uh, government. Our founders were very, very... Um, wise in, in their approach to, to establishing this, this wonderful government that we have, that we can, like you said, uh, can, can sit here on every Thursday morning and talk freely, yes. uh, backed up uh, by veterans over there risking their lives to, for us to have that wonderful right. Yeah. Um, no, it, look, it, I can tell you from a policy standpoint, you know, this community will not tolerate panhandling. And there's a difference. You know, look, we, it's, in, in unicorn land, it's real easy. We can just say everybody has a First Amendment right, and we, you know, but it's not that easy. It's a balance, and our, and our people know. Now, if I was, if I were a mayor of a town that had zero resources to help homelessness, because that that's really the cloak, you know, mm -hmm. that they're going to wrap wrap their activities around, and they're homeless. If I was in a community. 
that didn't have the resources, my entire message would be different because we, we have to do something. What, what we do care about is the root of the issue. Mm-hmm. And having our, our wonderful community who works very hard for their money, when they take the time to give it to someone who, who is portraying themselves to be in need, I want to make sure that that money gets to the person in need. You don't know where it's going when you, when you pull over on the side of the road, stop traffic, uh, create a dangerous situation, a very unsafe situation, not only for the person that's uh, uh, pretending to be a panhandler, but also to the rest of the traffic. And it's, it's not fair to the generous individual and their family that has worked hard for that money to be taken advantage of. And we are very kind in, in Acadiana. We're very kind in Lafayette. And our kindness should never be taken for granted. And our kindness cannot be taken for weakness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have wonderful organizations that I'm sure are working very hard right now to protect and fight against homelessness. Yeah. You know, take the more than $20 million since January of 2020 that has been flowing through this local government to help panhandle, or excuse me, to help homelessness, to combat mm-hmm. it. Look at Arch and all their hard work and look at Catholic Charities and all their mm-hmm. hard efforts to fight homelessness. And all the organizations that spin out from that and even private citizens who help homeless children, yeah. uh, who help the people who are experiencing homelessness, whether it is with food or how can we get things that we may need to get into a place. I mean, there is a lot going on. So there's a lot of aspects to this story. 100%. And you know, all those organizations that you said, we can actually donate to them. And, and, and you get tax write-off and, and there's accountability. And they have to go through several audits and they have to show their expenditures and things like that. They're nonprofits. You know, the, the person pretending pretend to be in need on the side of the road doesn't have to do those audits. It's not a tax deduction. It's you don't know where the money's going. And, you know, my, my strong recommendation, let's take advantage of the wonderful resources we have here in Lafayette to, to be able to help those that are in need. But but now there are rules at shelters like you can't put a needle in your arm and you have a curfew and you, and you can't you know, you probably can't drink in it, you know, but you do have the right to go and purchase alcohol and things like that. You just shouldn't have a right in the middle of our roadways blocking traffic to get it. Okay, that does t- uh, dovetails into this about panhandlers. This person says panhandlers have every right to speak out about the what they want to speak out of or speak out on. Excuse me. Uh, this person says um, that doesn't mean that what they speak out about must be legalized. This person says, I think this is ridiculous. Um, this person wants to know, where is my freedom? Not the freedom of the panhandler. This person wants to know, where is my freedom when it comes to safety? I have no idea who they are, why they want money. Is it drugs? Is it weapons? Are they seriously in need of money? But if people are in need, there are plenty of organizations that have been created to be able to help people. So this lady wants yeah. to know, what well, what are my rights and, and that's, look, I appreciate the person that took the time to, to send that. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if they sent it anonymously, didn't, and we don't have to say the name, but just, look, I appreciate that because I get, I get that sentiment a lot more in public. Mm-hmm. And I, look, it's not going to hit the, you I, know, it's not going to go in the... I know this person, too, <laughs> and I know how often this person gives to local charity. Oh, is, well, good. Hey, that's the person that needs to testify as much because there, there's good testaments. There's good, I'm telling you, there there's so much good in this community. Now, but these these kind of conversations, look, it's not good for headlines. It doesn't it's not clickbait. It doesn't help out with advertisements. It doesn't help these lawyers that, you know, want to go and, and work in 
um, you know, legal land, which is which is a, a beautiful place. If that's all you had to consider was the law on pieces of paper and not have to worry about the effects of, of policy, you know, uh, and I've been in both worlds and, and I enjoy everybody there. Okay, but then, okay. but then, but, but in when in in the world of reality, where you have to take if you have to take everything and balance it with with on the foundation of love and wanting to help people, but truly helping people, you're going to find a lot more sentiments of what you just read from community members in our community that want to help, that do help, but they understand that, and most people do. When you have vetted processes to know where the money's going. And there's a there and there's serious consequences if they don't. There's these are nonprofits. That's a lot safer. It's a lot more effective of getting the resources to the individuals that need it, as opposed to giving drug money on the side of the road through your window and, and causing a domino effect. This person followed up with uh, the idea of uh, getting a job. Um, why do you think, with the availability of jobs, mm-hmm. that people? who do maybe need the help that are on the street panhandling don't get a job. I I don't know if that's a question necessarily for you to answer. I I tell you, it's a, it's a good conversation to have. Um, and, and I speak with, uh, local leaders a lot about Mm -hmm. this and, and really in one, on one hand, we have to recognize there's a lot of openings, a lot of jobs. Mm -hmm. There's not a shortage of jobs in in Lafayette or Acadia. And and, and we're thankful for that. Mm -hmm. There may be an issue of workforce development. And, and and I'll go ahead and say I believe there's an issue of workforce development, and that's that's the challenge. It's a deeper yeah. look. It's a deeper um, dive into it. the you yeah. know, but yeah. but it's something we have to acknowledge. We have to work together, um, and and this isn't just a city issue, parish issue. It's a regional, um, really across our country. I, I would imagine there's other you know mm-hmm. municipalities asking the same question. But I have great conversations with our, my fellow parish presidents about this and how can we attack it from a, from a regional standpoint. Um, but it, look, deeper dive, I don't think we have enough hours to, today to talk about it, but, but I encourage everyone, I'll summarize it, I encourage everyone to um, <clears throat> be proactive, share ideas on how can we develop our workforce the most proactive way to accompany this very uh, moving towards a diverse economy that we have. We still have our oil and gas industry, still going to support it, specialized service-related jobs. But as we move into that tech sector, as we move into the healthcare initiatives and our higher ed, uh, manufacturing, and on and on and on, let's make sure that we're being proactive and going ahead, uh, getting ahead of the game and working with LIDA, working with our, our other workforce development initiatives to make sure that our workforce can can match the growth. So I, I know our brighter days are ahead. I'm excited about this, but it is a deeper dive. So I appreciate the issue. It is coming up now on 740, uh, 748, excuse me, Lafayette Live with Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory on the way. Several other topics. We'll see how many we can get to this morning. All of this on the way. Live and local every day in Acadiana. And the only place you can voice your opinion on your favorite KPL shows. We're your home for news and talk in Acadiana. This is KPL. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Liz Lehman, and this is the Fox Business Report. AT&T's recent quarter was stronger than expected. It's now a telecom-only business after spinning off Warner Media. It added 965,000 subscribers paying a monthly bill order. That's more than estimated. American Airlines' earnings are better than forecast. It returned to making money in March. 
Alaska Air is slowing its growth for the year. It's citing shortfalls in its training program. It now plans to increase capacity by just 1% for the full year instead of 3%. Allow continued to lose money in the winter quarter, but the loss is small forecast. Tesla's upbeat earnings are restoring optimism in tech companies after a disappointing quarter for Netflix. Tesla reported a record quarter. After Fox Business Report, I'm Ginny Cosilda, invested in you. Run, walk, honor. The Tunnel to Towers 5K Run and Walk in New York City retraces FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps on 9-11. That single event has inspired more than 70 runs, walks, and climbs in different cities across the nation each year. Register an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. News Talk. 96.5 KPEL broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Lafayette Live is brought to you by Southside Roofing at 337 Roofing, serving the Acadiana area for 20 years. Call Southside Roofing today at 337 Roofing for all of your roofing needs. thing every Thursday morning on KPL. You get to call in, you get to send a text alert via our KPL app. You can email in, you can call in, comment, whatever the case may be. What we're going to do right now, we're going to the phone lines. Okay, Dana is the guy that called 911 about the Moore Park situation. Oh, wow. All right, Dana, go ahead, please. Okay. Uh, no, let's see here. Okay, uh, try this again. All right, Dana, I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Do we have a better connection? Yes, sir, we do. That was my okay. bad this time. Oh, it's okay. That's okay. Good morning, Ms. Matt. Um, hey, good morning. Yeah, the statement I, I was reflecting to was the, uh, made by the LAPD, uh, Louisiana Lafayette Police Department spokesman Stephanie Green, where she said that, you know, they're usually tipped off on this. Well, I made a call approximately two and a half hours before that shooting. Now, wait, the other and day I thought you told us that it was 20 to 30 minutes before it. No, no, I, I placed a call. I, I have my phone logs at 614. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. So actually it was an hour and a half. I apologize for that. That's okay. I'm just, just all the things. Yeah. But, but my, my biggest problem is, you know, now we're facing, you know, we're heading into the summer season where these congregations are going to happen more and more often. You know, in the modern day of technology, you can you can assemble a group that quick, that large, really, really quick. So my, my biggest concern is going forward is how, how we, where do we go from here? Because I was, personally, I took it personal because I was the one that placed the call when she said that they weren't tipped off on this, when they actually they were. And then you come out and you make a statement to the public and, and, and developing their trust that that you didn't get that call. You, you called an hour and a half before? At least. Okay. Uh, and 614, I, I believe the shooting was at 740. I believe the 911 came in at 744. 
Well, first, thank you for doing that. Appreciate it. And I also appreciate you calling the call uh, the show to so that we can talk about it. I do know that um, these types of tips help, so I appreciate that. Uh, I'm trying to be very careful in my words because we got to we got to protect our, our tactics as far as uh, the police department. And I'm not a law enforcement officer, and I don't I don't pretend to be. And I think that these uh, these um, leaders of our of our wonderful police department do a great job of of doing that of of juggling that balance. Um, but I will say this: I know there was conjunction and working um, our, our dual efforts with our school board. Uh, I know our our interim chief uh, proactively. Uh, spoke with with leaders because it was senior skip day is my understanding um, which you know let's take this time to, to as parents to, to also realize you know we want to be as proactive as we can so when these kind of behaviors happen senior skip day let's just make sure we're still monitoring because it does take all of us when these tips come in and an hour and a half before you know that's that's uh that's something to go back and reflect on to, to say the least because you know anytime it, it lead, these kind of activities lead to to a shooting um i can promise you we don't take it lightly and there have been proactive measures even after <clears throat> after the fact. So, look, I appreciate you calling in. It's a very unfortunate situation. I can tell you the police department takes it very serious. Uh, we're working with other stakeholders to include the community, to, incu- to include uh, being as proactive as we can to work with our parents uh, when, whenever these children skip school uh, and go to our public facilities. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we're putting them in a position, uh, position to succeed and to know where their children are and what activities they're being engaged in and to see how we can help us all together get better on this. I appreciate that. And again, my concern is with summer coming, you know, th- yeah. these meetings are going to happen more and more frequently. So I appreciate your time. Thank you. Hey, Dana. No, I appreciate that. And, and I'll tell you, Dana made another good point, too, on how quick people can, can assemble, you know, in, in this mm-hmm. day and age. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's also something that our police department does take into consideration their decisions and how how they react. And so but look, um, nothing wrong with communication. And I encourage everyone to see something, say something. So so thank you for calling in, Dana. Mr. Guillory, quick question on that front. This is the second shooting in, what, the last year, last two years at Moore Park involving teenagers uh, around or after dark. Is there any talk among the leaders at Park, your office, or the city council about putting up gates to close, physically close off the park after a certain period of the day to make sure that people can't congregate there during or after dark? That's a good point, Eden. I appreciate that. Uh, there is a gate at Moore Park, and um, we we we're on the same page. And the, and the council did a did the community a, a very big favor, and 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 did a great job in approving the the park hours, uh, which helps us uh, a lot because you you need to you need to have some kind of regulation, some kind of um, uh, procedural vehicle to legally uh, not allow activity to to occur within the the perimeter. So that was that was a good move on the council. So I appreciate that. Uh, but yes, uh, closing the gate helps. Uh, um, better surveillance helps. Using technology, uh, doing doing more community involvement helps. All these all these tactics. And and look, uh, like you said, uh, two two shootings in two years, and you know a, a parish of two hundred fifty thousand people, and and no telling how many thousands of folks have gathered there safely and, and more park. But hey, those two, two those two incidents, we gotta we gotta be proactive and learn from that and get us get ahead of this stuff. So it's very serious, and we take it serious. Okay, very good. Thank you uh, for that one quick one. And then we are going to have to start wrapping it up here. And that is, there is a suggestion that there should be more lights on Vero. <laughs> hey, hey, amen, high five, right? hugs to go around. <laughs> I agree with you. And we're, we're working with the, the appropriate entity to, to do that, especially uh, south southeastern part of, uh, of, of that stretch. Uh, the new part's a lot more lit up, obviously. Yes. But uh, but no, I'm with you. And, and you could compare them. And, and, and it is... 
Uh, literally night and day. Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, and on Moore Park, one one other thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. just just to, just to remind everybody, so Gates wouldn't have helped in this particular situation because it was the, the hours it was yeah. it was yeah. open. But mm-hmm. it's a good tactic, and it mm-hmm. and it can hurt. We do use it. LCA is a great partner. Also, they 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 you know offered to help as far as you know closing closing the gate and 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 you know find ways to to proactively address the situation as we go forward. So, um, but look very serious, and we take it seriously. All right. This concludes Lafayette Live for this Thursday. Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory, as always, we thank you for your time. Thanks, Byrne. Appreciate you guys. Everybody have a great weekend. Boudin Festival, guys, get out there. And oh, Scott, yeah. Best Winter uh, National the next week. Local Palooza the month after. The fun capital of the world. Let's, let's, let's have fun. God bless you guys. And <laughs> we are going to do that. That one judge who, quite frankly, had even not been found qualified, by the ABA because of a lack of experience should be able to turn public health protocol upside down. Florida federal judge Catherine Kimball Mizell ruled that the CDC overstepped its authority even if the mask mandate was a good idea. President Biden speaks from the White House this morning. He's expected to announce another $800 million in military aid for Ukraine. Meanwhile, Russian President Vladimir Putin says his nation has tested a new nuclear-capable ballistic missile. Putin also claims that this new intercontinental missile is capable of, quote, overcoming all missile defense systems. Now, the Pentagon scrapped a similar missile test earlier this month over concerns it would inflame tensions with Russia. Putin claims that Russia's intercontinental missile test was made using almost exclusively Russian parts, which was apparently a jab at the United States states and all of the western sanctions pentagon spokesperson john kirby said the u.s was warned of the test ahead of time there is increasing shared fear that putin could turn to a limited use of nuclear weapons if his campaign fails fox's matt finn in ukraine the florida state legislature expected to back governor ron DeSantis in his efforts to strip disney world of its governmental autonomy Disney CEO opposes the governor's so-called don't say gay bill. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Arrested a 44-year-old man in the murder of that Queen's New York mother, whose body was left in a hockey bag. Reportedly, police had been running a DNA test on a pair of blood-soaked boots found in a trash can outside the victim's house. No word on whether that led to the arrest. More testimony today as Johnny Depp sues ex-wife Amber Heard for defaming him. 
Yesterday, Depp spent his second day on the witness stand. Depp cross-examined by Heard's lawyers on Wednesday. He spoke about abuse allegations that Heard made in a 2018 op-ed. And while Depp himself was not named in the article, it's widely believed that Heard was referring to him. The actors say that Heard's claims devastated his once thriving career. And Depp recounted a particularly violent incident in which Heard allegedly threw a liquor bottle at him that severed Depp's finger. The jury was also shown photographs of Depp's face with what he says was a cigarette burn caused by his ex-wife. Heard's lawyers questioning why Depp didn't try to refute Heard's domestic abuse claims sooner. Fox's Todd Pyro. The Royal Guards at Windsor Castle playing happy birthday to Queen Elizabeth. She's 96 today. In February, she marked 70 years on the British throne. Meanwhile, Mattel is honoring the Queen with a special edition Barbie doll. Royal Barbie is dressed in one of the monarch's iconic outfits and comes in a box inspired by the throne room in Buckingham Palace. And bravo, Mattel. Queen Barbie really looks like her royal model. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. The U.S. Capitol was briefly evacuated yesterday evening because the FAA never told Capitol Police that the Army Golden Knights would be parachuting into nearby Nationals Park. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 6.10 in the morning, and what's the widget say right now, Bernie? All right, currently mostly cloudy skies, 72 degrees. 72 degrees, we're looking at a high of 86 today under sunny skies. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. Uh, but before we get to the other headlines of the day, we're getting breaking news in right now. Multiple reports. I'm uh, actually, Sheriff's, yeah, I'm putting it together. Yep. Yeah, sheriff's deputies on the scene of an off of a deputy-involved shooting off Pinhook Road. Uh, what all do we know at this nothing. point? Nothing, honestly, nothing. Um, it is information is so sparse at this point. I'm literally typing out the tiny pieces of information after I had a conversation with somebody about five minutes ago. Did it, they say where on Pinhook? No. Mm -mm. No, I'm so sorry. I wish I could tell you more information. I do not know if it is tied to the uh, we have a traffic crash that was reported and it has been up on the board since six o'clock, five o'clock this morning, and it's not been taken down. So huh. I don't want to presume that the two are connected and I've received zero confirmation on that. So we have as just tiny bits of information. This is the time. Use the KPL app. Text us. Um, we certainly are not going to reveal our sources, and we'll be able to confirm more information. The more people let us know what they may be seeing, I wish I could tell you more. Yeah, that crash on the big board is showing at the corner of the throughway in Penhook. Again, we don't know if that's where this happened. Uh, details right now are minimal, to put it mildly. So if you see something, you know something, let us know. Uh, again, uh, we never reveal our sources. So you can shoot us an app chat. You can call us, uh, send smoke signals. But anything uh, certainly can help. We discussed during Lafayette Live that shooting in Moore Park. Two teenagers wounded in that shooting last week. A person is now wanted in connection with that case. 
A photo of that suspect released by Crime Stoppers. It's on KPL965.com in the KPL app. If you know who it is, call Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS. In St. Landry Parish, a Confederate monument that stood outside the courthouse for nearly a century is coming down. The parish council voted to remove that statue. Former District Attorney Charles Cravens says the statue was a reminder of the dark history of Jim Crow. St. Mary Parish Sheriff Blaze Smith is back home after being in the hospital for nearly a month. Smith sought treatment for an undetermined illness. He said he'll make a statement about his illness when he's ready. An update to a story we brought you earlier this week. Two suspects accused of setting fire to Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser's Plaquemines Parish home are now in custody. David Grubb has the new information. Robert Kelly and Angela Goodfellow, both of Slidell, await extradition to Louisiana after being arrested for burglarizing the home of Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. The pair was apprehended in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Wednesday afternoon. I was pleasantly surprised and glad to hear. Last Thursday, they allegedly kicked in the back door to the home, stole what they could, and started a fire in the kitchen. Smoke damages throughout the whole house. It only burned the roof and the kitchen. Nungesser says all things considered, it could have been worse. And God forbid if there was a home they broke into with children in it or something like that. We're just glad that they'll be off the streets. I'm David Grubb. Lafayette Sheriff's deputies are investigating a deadly shooting on Interstate 10. It happened Monday morning around 2 o'clock near the Louisiana Avenue exit. Authorities learned of that shooting when three victims went to the hospital. One of them, 23-year-old Austin Granger, died there. Call Crime Stoppers or the Lafayette Sheriff's Office if you have information. To the state capitol, the bill that would ban transgender children from playing high school sports gets clearance from the Senate. Governor John Bell Edwards says he'll veto that bill again. Jeff Palermo has the update from Baton Rouge. During his monthly Ask the Governor show, John Bell Edwards reacted to the Senate voting for a bill that would prohibit transgender girls from participating on sports teams that do not match their gender identity. My position hasn't changed in the intervening years. The governor vetoed this bill last year, but the Republican-led legislature is trying to pass it again and possibly override a veto. Edwards says he doesn't see a need for the legislation. There still hasn't been a single case of this happening in Louisiana. I'm Jeff Palermo. And we just got another uh, bit of information about that shooting, Bernie. That's Pinhook and Broad Road, according to what we're being told. Now, that's south of Vero School Road, if memory serves right. I'm pulling up the map right now just to make sure that, uh, let's see, Broad Road, Lafayette. If I remember right, that's not too far from the Pilette Road. Let's see, Lafayette, Louisiana, Broad Road, where are you on the map? If Does the map work? No, it does not. Hold on. Uh, so we go down 182, go down Pinhook, past Vero School Road. Bear with us. Uh, we're doing live mapping as we go along here. Indeed, Broad Road. It is just south of East Vero School Road uh, going towards, let's see, the next major intersection there would be Beaupre Road. So it's about one, two, three, four blocks north of Beaupre Road and south of Merchants Boulevard and Vero School Road. So that's a general idea of where that shooting has happened, according to what we're getting now from our sources. So if you're in that area, Pinhook south of Vero, uh, come if maybe you're headed south uh, towards South Park from Vero, or you're headed north from the Youngsville Highway and South Park, headed north on Pinhook, you're going to run into that situation. So if you see the lights there, that's what's going on. So uh, that's the uh, update we have. Pinhook at Broad Road, again, between Vero and South Park. That's where that deputy-involved shooting has happened. No other details known at this time. 
Back to the state headlines, a bill allowing Louisiana residents 21 years or older to carry a concealed weapon without a license advances out of committee. Last year, Governor Edwards vetoed the same bill because it lacked a training requirement. Lawmakers added optional state police training to the bill this year. Oil City Representative Danny McCormick wrote the bill. He says, who needs training when you can open carry without it? This bill will not allow anyone to, to carry a concealed weapon unless they are already able to legally open carry. Constitutional carry means no required training. That's the definition of constitutional training. So that's that's reason for my objection. Meanwhile, a New Orleans lawmaker is looking to remove two official state holidays from state law. Right now, the Louisiana Revised Statutes codify Robert E. Lee Day and Confederate Memorial Day as official state holidays. Brooke Thorington has the details about the effort to remove those holidays from state law. And members, in good conscience, I could not sit by and not attempt to change that. Even though the days are no longer formally observed in Louisiana, Representative Matthew Willard says they need to be removed from the list. As a black man, he says it's emotional for such holidays to even be listed on the books. And I don't think our state should be sending that message to the kids that we want to nurture and foster and see thrive in our state. And when it came to a vote... No objections. HB 240 is is, uh, moved favorably. The bill now advances to the House. I'm Brooke Thorington. As Brooke Thornton mentioned in that package, neither Robert E. Lee Day nor Confederate Memorial Day are formally observed in Louisiana, nor are they listed on the Secretary of State's list of holidays. Under state law, Lee Day is observed on January 19th. That's the same weekend. Sometimes it falls on the same day as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The law also sets Confederate Memorial Day in Louisiana as June the 3rd. And for what it's worth, a constituent wrote a letter to Representative Willard. That's how this item became a bill in the session. In traffic talk, part of the uh, Ambassador Caffrey near Dulles Drive will be closed for widening work. The northbound lane of Ambassador at Dulles will be closed for about two months starting on Monday. Drivers should avoid the area. Really and truly, drivers should avoid Ambassador at all costs. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team completes its sweep of the Midwest. The Cajuns beat Indiana in run rule fashion, 11-2 in six innings. The Cajuns outhit the Hoosiers 12-2, including home runs from Sophie Piscos and Carly Heath. Louisiana now travels to North Carolina for a weekend Sunbelt series against Appalachian State. Game one of that series is scheduled for tomorrow afternoon. In college basketball, Hall of Fame coach Jay Wright is retiring after 21 seasons at Villanova. Wright has led Villanova to four Final Fours and two national championships. Before that, Wright coached seven years at Hofstra, leading them to multiple NCAA tournaments. Fordham head coach Kyle Neptune will succeed him. Neptune is a former assistant of Wright's. Nobody won the big lottery jackpots last night. Powerball up to $400 million. Lotto at $1.1 million. Easy five at $130,000. Next drawings on Saturday night. And finally, Bernie. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where are we going to go for this one? I've had it with these Monday to Friday on these uh, monkey, what was it? Monkey loving ah. snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. Ah. Mm. Well, uh, well, we have some snakes in other areas. Yeah. Where they've been discovered. Snakes where they shouldn't (laughs) be. Um, Let's see. We had one here. We have two here. There was another one somewhere in here. Hold on. Let's see. There was a third snake somewhere, and I cannot find where it went. Oh, well, that snake slithered away. Let's go with the two that we know about. We go to Indiana for this one. Okay. uh, Which happens to be where we are right now. We are in Indiana. We're in Bloomington. Hey, this actually happened in Bloomington. (laughs) That's awesome. Indiana wants us. Lord, we can't go back there. That's the new favorite song of a ball python. It was found chilling on a shelf in a Walmart. Oh. Bloomington Animal Care and Control said uh, their personnel responded to the Wally World uh, 
when someone found the young python on the shelf. It's unclear how he got there, but a good Samaritan saw him, according to the store, notified county officers to come pick him up. The snake has been named Wolverine by the adoption officials, and he's been adopted out already. Still nobody knows how he got there. Hmm. Indiana wants him. Lord, he can't go back there. Now we go to North Carolina, which, <laughs> okay. by the way, we're leaving Bloomington. We're going to North Carolina, and our next snake is in North Carolina. Um, in Goldsboro, which is actually a, a couple hours' drive from uh, Boone, which is where we'll be, a North Carolina woman whose doorbell camera alerted her to activity on her front porch said she was shocked when she checked the video feed. A snake triggered the alarm because it was slithering in front of the camera. Oh. The homeowner <laughs> shared the video with Ring. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, there it is. The snake oh. was uh, the snake was the culprit. Yeah. The Ring app uh, alerted her that someone was at her door. She says, "Quote: When I opened the app, I was shocked to see the snake. I had a chair on my porch that was set to be picked up, and I think it was in there." Uh, Renee said she uh, are the woman who identified herself only as Renee. Said she left her house through the back door and solicited help from a neighbor, but they were unable to locate the snake. She says she sprayed some snake repellent around her door in hopes of preventing future visits. Oh Those my. cold-hearted snakes. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew yeah. that was coming. I just let it roll. Your news update <laughs> brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. The forecast has really settled down across Acadiana. Not too much going on out there today. We're going to see those temperatures get up to about 85 degrees. We'll get there with mostly sunny skies, even though we'll have a few clouds out there early this morning. I do think that that breaks up pretty quickly. Winds are going to be from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. Continues to bring a bit of that moisture into the area. And we'll stay a little more humid here as we round out the work week and head into the weekend. Temperatures over the next couple of days going to be staying more or less in the mid-80s. We'll see that through the weekend with plenty of sunshine. Next chance for some rain is going to be on Monday. Looks like a front going to be coming through Monday evening into Tuesday morning, bringing some showers to the area. Of course, that swings through just in time for Festival International. Early returns. Looks like we could have a pretty good forecast for the big return of the festival late next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. You know, it'd be interesting if you could, like, like you, I know your DraftKings, you can, like, you know, mm -hmm. bet on anything. We need to start betting on festivals or something. Like, how many people would attend? Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, the over under for Festival International will be two hundred thousand. <laughs> cool. And even then, that might be setting the bar way too low. You may not be able to bet on festivals just yet with DraftKings, but you know what you can bet on: the NBA playoffs continuing tonight. The New Orleans Pelicans take on the Phoenix Suns tomorrow night in Game Three of the Western Conference Quarterfinal Series, and you can get in on the action not just with the Pels and the Suns, but with any game in. The NBA playoffs. You know how to do that. Log in, or I should say download the DraftKings Sportsbook app first. If you're new to it, use code word PELICAN. PELICAN, PELICAN when you sign up. Put down a minimum $5 deposit with code word PELICAN. Place a bet on any NBA playoff game and get $150 in free bets immediately. You don't even have to win. All you have to do is use code word PELICAN, minimum $5 deposit, place a bet on one of the NBA playoff games, and you get $150 in free bets automatically just like that boom goes the dynamite you are winner without even winning it's that easy and if you use if you use a ten dollar bet on the same game parlay you wind up getting your refund back if your parlay doesn't hit that's right same game parlays 
As many legs on your bet, the more legs you add, the more money you can win, and they'll give you your money back if you don't hit on your first same-game parlay with code word PELICAN. It's that simple with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PELICAN. It's safe, it's secure, it's simple, it's reliable, and a whole lot of fun when you have a skin in the game. So download it now. Code word PELICAN, PELICAN, PELICAN on the Sportsbook, uh, Sport, DraftKings Sportsbook app. There we go. Now we have the words coming straight out of our mouths. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PELICAN, minimum $5 deposit. You are a winner automatically. You must be 21 years or older and in Louisiana to play. Eligibility restrictions apply and availability varies by pair. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. The official licensee partner of the of DraftKings in Louisiana is the Golden Nugget of Lake Charles. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-877-770-STOP. Woo. Mm-hmm. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. West University at Congress has stalled the vehicle. West University at Congress has stalled the vehicle. That is the only thing now up on the big traffic board this morning. Look, please, please be careful. Ash free. It is coming up now at 828. I don't know, Ian. I have no idea where this morning has gone. It has flown by. I know. It's just this entire week has flown by. It really has. I was making that same comment to someone earlier this morning here in the building. I'm like, wait a minute. It really was Monday. And some weeks you're like, yeah. And then other weeks you're like, wait a minute. I have so much work still to do. Oh. (laughs) Well, I am not alone in the studio. Miss Beth is here from St. Landry Parish Sheriff's Office. Beth. Yes, in her role this morning. Uh, I guess we get to talk about Crime Stoppers. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you. You know, we do these segments because people are out there. They see things all the time, but they may not think that their information matters. But it does because that one little piece of information. So what is the case today, Miss Beth? Hi, today we're talking about a person who was walking down Delmas Street in Opelousas. And when someone, uh, you know, confronted him about walking so close to the residences, he's fired shots at the people. Oh, my. Oh. Right? Oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. <sighs> and when. That escalated quickly. Right? Very quickly. It's also a very dangerous situation, you know? Yeah. And when uh, the cops were called and they were looking at security video from other residences, Mm -hmm. they saw that this person was trying to break into vehicles and stuff, you know, and he was actually using a stolen bicycle as his mode of transportation. Oh, my gosh. So this is a situation, you know, that someone could have seen something. They could have been getting a glass of water at night and looked out the window and just saw somebody riding a bicycle in front of their house. The smallest detail could be the the thing we need to catch this person and make sure he's charged for this crime. Absolutely. You don't just get to walk down the street and decide to shoot your gun off. Right. (laughs) This is crazy. So there are so many aspects. And, you know, it's not... Look, let, let's we know that crime happens. We all still live in relative safety. But as we say all the time, we can make things safer by what Miss Beth just said. You know, that one tip, 
Maybe you might have video of something. Go back and look for it, you know? Well, not only that, sometimes you see things and you don't even realize you're seeing it. Yeah. And you <laughs> see, when you see this situation on TV or hear us talking about it on, you know, KPL, mm-hmm. then you go, oh, that light bulb just goes off. And, you know, you may have the information that helps break this case. Also, we would like to remind everyone that when you tip to Crime Stoppers, you are anonymous. We collect no information on you. We don't know your name, your address, your phone number. And actually, when you call 948 Tips or Star Star Tips on your mobile phone, you reach a call center in Texas. So no one can even recognize your voice. Completely anonymous. And once your information leads to an arrest and... We give the payout. That is the end of your involvement. Nobody knows anything unless you say something. That's absolutely right. So you get money. uh, A crime is solved. And then nobody ever knows it's you. And that's the beauty of all of it. Exactly. So if you have information on this case, please send it to us. Let us know. Even if it's just a rumor you heard. Because we can send this to law enforcement and they can investigate it and let's get this case solved. All right. That and and as you've also said before, uh, Miss Beth, y'all work on things all the time and there are constantly things that are posted on the Facebook page, you know, and we want people to look at those too. Absolutely. Uh, you can find uh, our Crime of the Week and our Wanted Persons on com. Or find us on Facebook under com. You'll see everything that we have going on. Uh, we'll also share a lot of the Sheriff's Department stuff and other police agencies around the parish. That way you're very informed. And if you know something, you can say something to us. Yes. Love that everything has been um, so positive in terms of the amount of tipping that is going on essentially to... With the P3 app, I think that's really moved things along quite beautifully. It has. You know, Mm -hmm. you can do this in the privacy of your own home. That way you're not speaking to anyone. You're, no one's watching you. That's right. So you're completely anonymous and it's your own sense of security, you know, using the app. Mm -hmm. You should go for it. Well, Ms. Beth has been joining us from the St. Landry Sheriff's Office. It is always so good to see you. Thank you. I love being here. And, Ian, we miss seeing you around the place. Miss you, too, Beth. We'll see you soon. Absolutely. I look forward to it. I have one quick question, which I'm not sure the answer to, that has nothing to do with Crime Stoppers. Okay. So, um, uh, did I forget, like, is Eddie Thibodeau's birthday coming up soon? Or was he just starting a silly rumor to be silly with me. I heard a rumor that yeah. it was coming up really soon. Okay. All right. Okay. Is it I'm gonna, tomorrow? I don't, I, I don't know. I guess I'll have to oh. go look on the Facebook timeline to find out. Um, We're going to have to investigate this. Yeah. That's a serious information point that we should know. Oh, it is. yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Um, I do believe I have a way to contact you so I can let you know for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. You know, but that might deserve a shout out or two. I or, think you're right about that. Or, I don't know, maybe pranks that could be in the works. <laughs>
<laughs> Beth, thanks for your time again. We appreciate it. Thank you. I love being here. Well, we appreciate your time. And also, I want to say, which people that are listening are like, wait a minute. Um, Miss Beth does a lot of work uh, for St. Landry Sheriff's Office and St. Landry Crime Stoppers. And when I tell you this woman is dedicated, she is uber dedicated. So, Beth, thank you, because I know a lot that goes on behind the scenes of all the work that gets done. Thank you for doing that for the community. Thank you. you. I love doing it for the community. Yep. Your passion is big for it. It's 835. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. 8.39 in the morning. The widget says what, Bernie? All right, here is our current 73, 73, and it's only 8.39, so yeah, it's a hot one, baby. Yeah, we're on our way to the high of 86. A full mm. look at the forecast coming up in a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. Let's start with that breaking news, Bernie. Any updates or any new information Boy, on that deputy no. involved shooting on Pinhook? No, um, no, uh, I don't. That's about all we got. Oh, my gosh. Is, okay, so I'm sorry uh-huh. to say that, yes, I was actually trying to read something else um, to see if there was any. I've got no new updates, and, boy, um, I'm sure we'll get information. But, again, you know how that is, Ian, it, because it's an ongoing investigation. they got to keep it kind of close yeah. to the vest. Yeah, what we know is that uh, it's somewhere in the area of Pinhook and Broad Street uh, near uh, a convenience store. That's where they're sending all the media types right now. That's uh, what we know. Other than that, uh, details are few and far between. We will have updates throughout the day as they become available. Meanwhile, one person is wanted in connection with last week's Moore Park shooting. It happened Last Thursday, during a senior skip day event, two teens were wounded. Crime Stoppers released a photo of the suspect. It's at kpel965.com and the KPL app. If you have any information, call Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS. Lafayette Sheriff's deputies are investigating a deadly shooting on Interstate 10. It happened Monday morning around 2 o'clock near the Louisiana Avenue exit. Authorities learned of the shooting when three victims went to the hospital. One of them, 23-year-old Austin Granger, died at the hospital. Call Crime Stoppers if you have information. In St. Landry Parish, a Confederate monument that stood outside the courthouse for a century is coming down. The parish council voted last night to remove the statue. Former District Attorney Charles Craven says the statue was a reminder of the dark history of Jim Crow. St. Mary Parish Sheriff Blaze Smith is back home after being in the hospital for nearly a month. Smith saw treatment for an undetermined illness. He said he'll make a statement about his illness when he's ready. Now an update to a story we brought you earlier this week. Two suspects accused of setting fire to Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser's Plaquemines Parish home are now in custody. David Grubb has the information. Robert Kelly and Angela Goodfellow, both of Slidell, await extradition to Louisiana after being arrested for burglarizing the home of Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. The pair was apprehended in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Wednesday afternoon. I was 
pleasantly surprised and glad to hear. Last Thursday, they allegedly kicked in the back door to the home, stole what they could, and started a fire in the kitchen. Smoke damages throughout the whole house. It only burned the roof in the kitchen. Nungesser says all things considered, it could have been worse. And God forbid if there was a home they broke into with children in it or something like that. We're just glad that they'll be off the streets. I'm David Grubb. At the Capitol, the bill that would ban transgender children from playing high school sports gets clearance from the Senate. Governor John Bell Edwards says he'll veto it again this year like he did last year. Jeff Palermo has the details. During his monthly Ask the Governor show, John Bell Edwards reacted to the Senate voting for a bill that would prohibit transgender girls from participating on sports teams that do not match their gender identity. My position hasn't changed in the intervening year. The governor vetoed this bill last year, but the Republican-led legislature is trying to pass it again and possibly override a veto. Edwards says he doesn't see a need for the legislation. There still hasn't been a single case of this happening in Louisiana. I'm Jeff Palermo. Staying at the state capitol, a bill allowing Louisiana residents 21 years or older to carry concealed weapons without a license advances out of committee. Governor Edwards vetoed that same bill last year because it lacked a training requirement. Lawmakers added optional state police training to the bill this year. Oil City Representative Danny McCormick wrote that bill. He says, who needs training when you can open carry without it? This bill will not allow anyone to, to carry a concealed weapon unless they are already able to legally open carry. Constitutional carry means no required training. That's the definition of constitutional training. So that's that's reason for my objection. A New Orleans lawmaker is looking to remove two official state holidays from the state law. Right now, Louisiana revised statutes codify Robert E. Lee Day and Confederate Memorial Day as official state holidays. Brooke Thorrington reports on the effort to remove those holidays from the state law. And members, in good conscience, I could not sit by and not attempt to change that. Even though the days are no longer formally observed in Louisiana, Representative Matthew Willard says they need to be removed from the list. As a black man, he says it's emotional for such holidays to even be listed on the books. And I don't think our state should be sending that message to the kids that we want to nurture and foster and see thrive in our state. And when it came to a vote... No objections. HB 240 is, is uh, moved favorably. The bill now advances to the House. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team beats Indiana 11-2 in six innings. Cajuns with two home runs. They were two of the 12 hits the Cajuns had on the day yesterday. Powerball jackpot up to $400 million. Lotto at $1.1 million. Easy five at $130,000. It's 844 Ian Ozan. News Talk 96.5 KPL. A few clouds out there this morning, but eventually mostly sunny skies. Temperatures are going to get to about 85 degrees for the high today with winds coming from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. Overnight lows are going to be down in the mid-60s again, and we will continue to see partly sunny skies through the end of the work week and the weekend. Temperatures pretty consistently staying in the mid-80s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Okay, so I do have a little more information now. I was waiting to confirm it, which I did. Okay, so this all starts going down with this LPSO, Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office, uh, officer-involved shooting started around 6.15 or so in the 600 block of Fox Run when a suspicious person was noticed. Uh, Sheriff's uh, deputy went over to investigate. Uh, So the investigation starts. A person who fit the description Uh, They made contact with that person. Uh, The person mm, started with some sort of altercation. 
and then was resisting arrest. Uh, the weapon was discharged. The person is still being sought because they fled. Um, so that is the latest information on that. The search continues uh, for that person. So we will see what else we can find out about that situation as the details unfold today. But again, you know, that's another thing. You know, when something is going down in your neighborhood in terms of, well, this person, like, why are they in my yard or why is this person by my vehicle? You know, that person did the right thing by calling 911, you know, let the professionals take care of investigating the situation. That's all you can do is make the phone call. Like we say all the time, if if you see something, say something. Yeah, indeed. All right. So it's coming up on 849. Um, I'm going to call this the wildest uh, morning in a while, only because uh-huh. it seems like, you know, every story uh, just wants to be written right now today. So yeah, in that's the eight o'clock fun. hour, no less. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's pretty fun. And we uh, we do enjoy that part of it. But let's switch to, to something different. All right. So, All right. yes, as you usually get to do, I shall give you choices because, okay. look, let's face it, choices are fun. OK, <clears throat> which one do you want first? Minneapolis, San Jose, or Florida. (laughs) Let's start in Florida because I have a good feeling about this one. Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's get get hitched. Let's get married. You know, there's some do's and don'ts, you know, of of marriage. And, you know, marriage, when when you're having the ceremony, it gets busy. You might not remember stuff. This is going to be one probably that uh, is going to be remembered. Um, a bride to be in conjunction with the the caterer apparently conspired to get everyone at her wedding stoned, bruh. Oh, yeah. They spiked the wedding cake. <laughs> apparently, they spiked the food. They sure did. Oh, yeah. The best man was so stoned he couldn't give his speech. Mm. Um, a lady. Uh, an elderly woman told the first responders, I no longer have control of my mind. (laughs) (laughs) But here's where it gets bad, okay? Because, you know, yeah, maybe you do, like, I don't know, edibles or you smoke toke. I don't know. But the problem is you don't know other people's medical histories. Oh, and so you don't know. So what you think is really funny now, you know, in this case, it's not because apparently several of this bride's guests had to be taken to the hospital. They were actually hospitalized, not like you go and get checked out and go home. No, they got hospitalized. So the bride and the caterer from Florida, oh, poor Florida. Uh, They are facing charges now in connection with their, hey, let's spike the food with the dope. It was dope for some. It was dope, but but just in the wrong way. Right. It was the other kind of dope for her and the caterer. Now, this was not the Florida story I expected. I thought you were going to go with the territorial goose caught on camera attacking people in a Florida parking lot. No, but that sounds fun, too. Yeah, in Jacksonville, a woman started recording after a boss reported getting attacked by the bird. And then she saw the same goose attacking other people who got a little bit too close to the nest. So the bird attacked and chased. Aww. <laughs> I'm the good telling news you. is the goose egg is hatched. The gosling is seen wandering around the parking lot with its parents. Hello, little gosling. <laughs> okay. Have you ever seen the music, uh, the musical Hamilton? 
I have not, no. I haven't either. And I was going to do it because for a time it was free on Disney or whatever. And uh, Disney because of Mandalorian, which I still do, which I need to catch up on some Mandalorian episodes. Anyway, um, like a guy in Minneapolis whose name is Aaron Burr. Like no joke. Alan Burr. Alan Burr. Like, remember the peanut butter commercial? Mm-hmm. Um, he's apparently facing charges because he pointed a gun at somebody. Oh, no. Yeah. It got worse. He then threatened to um, shoot a cop. Oh. Oopsie. Yeah, you don't do this that. This guy apparently didn't study no. American history. No. Anybody named Aaron right? Burr plus a gun <laughs> equals bad news. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, it's so true. All right, Home Depot. Let's go to the Home Depot in San Jose. Someone threatened to blow up the bathroom again? Well, the entire Home Depot burned to the ground. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, they now know what actually happened. A shoplifter started a small fire in one of the aisles. It was a diversion, right? Because they're trying to. Diversion, all right. Yeah, they're trying to steal something. But the fire got big and the whole Home Depot burned down in San Jose. Uh, The shoplifting uh, experience apparently has led to $17 million worth of damages. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's like, how do you even say anything about that? You know. You can't. People are just, some people are just so selfish. Because they just don't think about, well, and maybe it's not selfish. Maybe they end up with tunnel vision. You yeah, know? they're stupid, too. There's no yeah. balance to stupidity in this world. Yeah. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? All I right. Know. Well, you, you know what you can do, Bernie? What's that? You can watch the mystery of Al Capone's vault on this date in 1986. Geraldo <laughs> oh, Rivera dropped that dud on us. That is just too exciting. Yeah, I love it. Mostly sunny and warm today. High temperature at 85. Partly cloudy. A low tonight at 65. Daniel Phillips also saying partly sunny for tomorrow and a high at 84. It'll be partly cloudy, a high at 84 by Saturday, so same. And then about 20% chance of a pop-up shower for this weekend. So all in all, it's going to be you know, relatively decent. And what we've come to expect in South Louisiana for an April. And I guess Ian will get to talk to you tomorrow morning. Yes, we will. God willing, and if the checks don't bounce, I'll be in Boone, North Carolina. Booney, uh, Booney, Bernie will be in studio yes. from 6 to 9. We'll be here. We trust you'll be here, too. <laughs> in the meantime, can we try to love each other? Amen. All right, so that's Ian and Booney out for the day. <laughs> it's coming up now on 856. With each breath, allergens, germs, and viruses get trapped in your nose. Now there's a simple and easy, effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Navage. Available at Navage.com. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit LordsRMC.com. We listen. We heal. For more information. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. The number of people signing up for unemployment benefits stayed near a 53-year low last week. New claims dropped by 2,000 to 184,000 in mid-April. It's a sign that work's easy to find and that layoffs remain at record lows. 
The number of people still receiving benefits also dropped to the lowest level in 52 years. Continuing claims declined to 1.41 million. Airlines are reporting better than expected earnings. Both United Airlines and American Airlines expect to return to making a profit this year. Tesla's upbeat earnings are restoring optimism in tech companies. After a disappointing quarter for Netflix, Tesla reported a record quarter. Analysts were expecting an earnings decline from Tesla. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Run, walk, honor. The Tunnel to Towers 5K Run and Walk in New York City retraces FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps on 9-11. That single event has inspired more than 70 runs, walks, and climbs in different cities across the nation each year. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two. Are you ready to purchase a home but need help coming up with the money to make it happen? Capital Area Finance Authority grant programs can help. Visit the CAFA.org today. That's the CAFA.org. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at WestBatonRouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Doing more for Ukraine. I'm Roger Stern, Fox News. President Biden set to be speaking to the nation in a few moments about more assistance for Ukraine. Fox's Jared Halpern live at the White House. In addition to more military assistance, President Biden is also detailing plans to welcome Ukrainian refugees. The Uniting for Ukraine program is intended to relocate Ukrainians displaced by the Russian invasion. A senior administration official says the program is based on a model of direct sponsorship and will rely on private sector, civic organizations and religious institutions to help connect Ukrainians to U.S. sponsors. To be eligible, Ukrainians must have a U.S. sponsor who can attest to their ability to support them. And Ukrainians will be subject to background checks and screenings, including vaccination and other public health requirements. Roger. And Jared, the number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits fell again last week. Fox's Ginny Casola on what it means. There's another reading indicating companies still aren't doing many layoffs and the number of people on unemployment continues to drop. There were 184,000 new claims for unemployment benefits last week. It's a drop of 2,000 from the week before. Economists were expecting an even larger decline, though the number of new claims is the lowest in decades. The number of continuing claims, those still receiving benefits dropped to a 52-year low, 1.41 million. Ginny Kosolda, Fox News. An arrest in the murder of a Queens, New York woman whose body was stuffed in a bag. The NYPD confirming with Fox News that 44-year-old David Bonola, a Queens native, was arrested right before 1 a.m. this morning for the death and the murder of Orsolia Gall. Fox's Brian Yannis, the New York Post, reporting the suspect that had an affair with the victim. America is listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. 
It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N. A few clouds out there this morning, but eventually mostly sunny skies. Temperatures are going to get to about 85 degrees for the high today with winds coming from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. Overnight lows are going to be down in the mid-60s again, and we will continue to see partly sunny skies through the end of the work week and the weekend. Temperatures pretty consistently staying in the mid-80s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win $10,000. Just enter the following code word into your KPL News app where it says cash code. And make sure you listen for more code words throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. You ready? Here is your code word. All right, your code word for this hour is Star Wars. S-T-A-R space W-A-R-S. Star Wars. Wincast brought to you by Matthew James Financial. I want you to win $10,000 here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.